The following Wicked Turtle Network audio exclusive has strong language and strong content. Viewer discretion is advised. You feel that? Oh, I feel it. I feel the quarantine from COVID-19 sitting here with my host, the Penguin, and me, your boy, the Kilowatt. We are the Wicked Turtle Network, and hopefully we're not down with the sickness that is coronavirus! Hey, Penguin. What up, peeps? How are you feeling? Uh, I got the tingling. I got the fever. You got but the only cure? <laughs> the only cure is a little bit of What Up, Pete podcasting. Uh, I, thought you, I thought you were going with the um, Christopher Walken. I got a fever and the only cure... <laughs> Is more cowbell. More cowbell. More cowbell. (laughs) You guys. Hey, oh, let's go. (laughs) But yeah, go ahead and give the introductory of to what exactly are we doing? We're doing this over the phone. So we're doing it over the phone. Right. Because we're keeping our hashtag social distancing. Social distancing. I'm quotating right now. I'm actually in the Eagles room, a.k.a. Studio B, right now. Oh, yeah? <sighs> yeah. I, I, you know, I'm loving the old man cave back, bro. You know, I just got done streaming about an hour ago. I just finished up some streaming. Did that, which was really, really cool. Released a video on the network. We did that triple loopa. What? Triple loopa. And then now, now I'm just sitting there. And if you guys also hear this squeaky chair that I'm in. I'm in desperate need of an office chair. I do hear it. I'm not going to lie to you. So, I do hear it. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I hate it. It's annoying, but there could be other things I could be annoyed at right now. Yeah, so, well, this is true. But uh, Let me talk about your quad lupa or whatever it was. Um, triple lupa. Triple lupa. I was one too many. That thing was disgustingly messy. It was huge. It, it was. And, uh, and do you want to know something, too? I've noticed that uh, when I find stuff that's really, really messy, I um, tend to give it a pretty low score, actually. Really? Well, you I know? mean, that's definitely one of the factors that you would factor into a rating. I would think so. I would, personally. You know, customer service, um, if it's super messy, which sometimes they can't help that, yeah. you know? Sometimes well, they can't help that the product is messy. Well, personally, like that, this is going to get into something that I want to talk about briefly. But as a man with a beard, messy foods on the go is a no-no. Okay? Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> let's talk about what made you decide to shave your goatee, which I noticed you look like quite the teenager. Yeah, coronavirus. That's why. 
Um, I, I've read a thing where people should be shaving their facial hair, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to shave the goat. But I am bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Plus, I also messed up, too, when I was shaving. That'll it do it. That, work, literally, so, like, any time I shave, it's I mean, you've done that a couple I times. I messed up my touch-ups. It's because I messed up my touch-ups. You've done that a couple times. Oh, I know. Yeah. You was like, I was like, I was like, why do you have a goatee? Uh, I messed up. <laughs> or why do you not have facial? Uh, I messed up. <laughs> yeah, messed up, messed up. But you know what? The re- the last time I saw you, you had a goatee. It was a long goatee, and you had it with the hawk, which which looked pretty sick. Yeah, well, I'm gonna try it. Like my hair is growing back in now. I've got the long hawk, uh, and the way it is with the stubble on the sides, I am kind of digging it. Um, so I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna try the hawk. If it doesn't work, we're quarantined long enough uh, for me to try it. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I. You know what I should do? Maybe instead of growing the goatee, which that's all you see me is, right. maybe I'll just grow the beard. I mean, it'd be interesting. Last time, uh, you know what? No, that wasn't beard. That was like dirt. Um, <laughs> that sounds really weird. So when you when you came to my Halloween party at my old apartment, you had put like dirt on your face because you were like chim chimney chim chimney chim chim tree. But yeah. I, I was like, dude, you look good with stub on your face. And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's dirt. I'm like, oh, okay, well. By the way, that was real dirt. That was real dirt. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and now <laughs> that would be against CDC guidelines, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went outside to my fire pit and took a piece of wood and and just rubbed it over my face. That's awesome. So technically I had wood, I had wood on my face. Oh, well, as opposed to in or around your face. It's, I guess that's better. Yeah, in or around my mouth. <laughs> but no, getting back to the whole um food Stuff. That is one of my criteria, you know, and, and, and it wasn't as messy. It was that fucking donut sandwich. That thing was messy. And I actually have an update with that, by the way, guys. I have an update with the donut sandwich. Um, the wingman went and got the donut sandwich and had the same customer experience that I had. So guess what? It is fucking Lebanon. That sucks with their donut sandwich making abilities so okay so it is just limited or no it's Lebanon that's having the issue with it like their their customer service is terrible it's always been ser- terrible like I, i've hated kfc in lebanon from day one um i'll tell you what though we have uh we were talking about possibly having a guest on this episode uh, yeah. If you would like, I can call him in right now. The maestro himself, Mr. Anderson Scott. Oh, um, yes, let's do that. All right, let me uh, grab him. I'll be muted for like a second. Give me a sec. Okay. All right. Well, hold on. I got to find his number. Speaking of cats, Chinese started this virus, right? No, I can't say that. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. We're merging the call. Hello. Oh, hey, there we go. Okay, there's the maestro. Do we have the penguin? And we are locking a three-way. Yeah, all right. And that was three-way. 
Oh, you learned that from me, you prick. Oh, man, I really <laughs> want to be in a three-way with two guys. This is awesome. Yeah, this is the best kind of, <laughs> of three-way because it's Tum, like... Tummy sticks, baby. Yeah, well, I mean, there's yeah. so many logistics of how this could work. You know, you could, you could form a straight line. It's just one person is always missing out. Like human centipede. Like that, yep. in that fashion, if you if you can yep. picture it. Either the except person not, in the front, except not ass to mouth, just dick to mouth, or no, or to butt, <laughs> or, dick to butt. There we go. Yeah, but the person <laughs> in the back is yeah. get, getting the pleasure from behind, and the person in the front, unless you can get enough people to form a full circle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be gay, but it does sound like there's some creativity involved. I think they do that in AEW, the Death Triangle. <laughs> this is what AEW is. No, it's uh... just gays that's what that's what they meant it's it's the it's pentagon phoenix and pack just fucking each oh, other is that what they call it the death triangle I, I was thinking yeah. maybe it had to do with nyla or sunny kiss i don't know no nope nope it's a real thing so i have i have a confession i'm like your biggest fan by the way maestro oh yeah okay even bigger than myself yeah i um i've been uh following your podcast a lot in fact i listen to it every sunday now Oh, nice. And, uh, okay. It comes out on Thursday. Um, yeah, well, I don't get to listen to my audio shit until, like, Sundays on the ride to work. But uh, I was disappointed that you have not seen the movie Outbreak. I have not. I, no. I was disappointed. I'll be honest. You should need you to watch that. No, you don't. And here's why. So <laughs> We're living it. Yeah, we're living it. I yeah. went to watch it because it's on no, Netflix. Coincidentally, it's on Netflix now. So... I go to watch it the other day. I'm cool. Dustin Hoffman, Cuba Gooding, what could be wrong? Everything. Because I'm living this situation. I'm like, 10 minutes in, I have full-on anxiety. I'm like, can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, Thumb, okay, so thumbs people down have high Netflix. anxiety, don't watch it. But if <laughs> so you want to watch high real. anxiety with John Cusack, I watched watch it and I was fine. <laughs> watch high anxiety this with John Cusack. This is how we break the mind here. This is how we break the mind. I, I watched it and I was fine. I was like, oh, okay. This is, but, you yeah, know, to be great. fair, you watched it, it, like, at the precipice, you know, at the beginning. Yeah, at, at the, the beginning. beginning of the outbreak, yeah. Yeah, not the precipice. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, only like a, we're only, like, a week in, really. Like, we're only a week in well, of, like, of like the four American or five version. at least. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I said the American version. The Chinese came out with this, like, a while back. <laughs> Just like all like all horror movies, yeah. you know, the Chinese did it first, yeah. and then the Americans have to do a version. We got the poorly dubbed version over here. Yeah, <laughs> so our, our mouths are moving, but nothing's coming out. It's like it's like a uh, it's like Kung Pao Enter the Fist. That's oh, what it is. We're doing that classic. version of the coronavirus right now. I think one of my favorite parts in that movie is the Miss Piggy voice. <laughs> yes. We need another. We're getting apparently we're getting another kung fu hustle, um, but we really okay. need another kung pao. Yes, kung pao. Yeah, I, I was hoping a second one would come out for the longest time, and it never happened. Isn't that the one where he uses that guy uses like gophers as nunchucks? That that's uh, uh, what do you call it? Isn't that kung fu hustle? I don't know. that. I don't know. I've never seen so. kung fu hustle. I think so. I don't know for sure. Either way, I know what you're talking about. Good it's stuff. Easy American movie that that's Japanese, right? Or, or, yeah. Pretty All much. Right. Pretty much. I mean, that, and that's our yeah. situation at large right now. 
But no, I, I have to commend uh, actually you and Sweats for um, for having a like you guys talk a lot of sports and stuff, but mm-hmm. not really that episode. You didn't have anything to talk about about coronavirus, and you raised pretty much for like over an hour. <laughs> like this is great. <laughs> yeah, I mean we just talk. Like that's the thing. Sometimes he has to shut me up because I'll just keep going on like random yeah. shit. But uh, yeah. You know, it's a like, especially now, it's a weird time. So it was kind of hard to talk. Like normally, we just talk about live sports, but since there's no real live sports going on, it's like, yeah. well, the hell else do you talk about? I mean, I, I, did you guys? Get, I, well, I know I actually didn't see it. Uh, you guys talked about NFL free agency, Eric. Yeah this this past this yeah. past episode. That's the only one. That's the only one. I, that's the only thing I've been watching is sports. I, I can't watch the news that much anymore. So I threw yeah. up the NFL Network and I was just like, oh my god, Tom Brady did this. You know what? What? <laughs> like, yeah, they went they went nuts. Like, they went nuts with that. Everybody went nuts with it. That's what I was saying on the uh, on on my podcast that like it just seemed like the NFL owners got drunk in their own homes and just started making <laughs> trades and shit and just signing yeah. people. Like that whole That's DeAndre Hopkins thing. thing was crazy. That's crazy. Somebody Stupid crazy. I'm like, what the that. hell? Yeah. Like it was. Uh, yeah, it was definitely not a sober decision. It seemed like. Like the Texans, was Texans just really fucked themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The Texans. Yeah. The Texans got David Johnson and like basically nothing else and they gave up deandre hopkins and some stuff and it's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> like you're trying to make yeah, it like, better and you made it effectively worse and they don't have a high draft pick to even get one of those good wide receivers no so no wow and arizona arizona doesn't have a high draft pick they probably could draft another wide receiver so. yeah but they don't they, i mean they don't have to now they got Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins on the same team with a new with a young quarterback, second year quarterback, Kyler Murray, which he he looked oh. decent toward the end of the season, but he was rookie of the year. So Yeah. Yeah, so uh what's so what's effectively, what's been, I, effectively shut up the watt by talking about football or baseball yeah, or basketball. Yeah. Anyway, effectively you shut start up. talking about sports. Unless you're talking about like, basketball, uh, that yeah, one, yeah, I, like, I'm gonna try to bring it yeah. back to like ninety three, ninety five. You know, like Chicago Bulls, let's go. And, and then I have zero knowledge up until like 2001, uh, you know, 76ers. Speaking of, hey, speaking of Michael <laughs> Jordan, I just watched Space Jam the other day with Little Ball. Cool. Yeah. Have you Loving heard? that Netflix and chilling now. Have you heard the rumors say, about Space Jam too? Yes. Yes. What, what rumors yeah. have you heard? Uh, what? Oh, what? It, that it's happening. Okay, I heard that. <laughs> and this is the weirdest rumor. I heard, heard, heard that's happening with Joker. LeBron James. That's what I heard. The weirdest rumor that I've heard, heard so far is that Jim Carrey will be reprising the role of the mask in Space Jam Two. Well, and I heard that Jared Leto is replacing the Joker. In what Space, in Space Jam? Jam? Mm-hmm. That makes zero sense. I know, but it's. Why would the mask be in it? Oh, yeah. so you're making a joke? No. Well, I'm, well, I, I can see because isn't it. It, isn't the mask? It's a WB Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers it, yeah, yeah, Warner Brothers and Space Jam's Warner Brothers. Oh, okay. So they're so just gonna like sense. have like a, a a crazy Space Jam. Yeah, like why not have the Animaniacs? You know, all that shit in there. Oh, why not? That'd be oh. dope. Could you imagine? I love I love Animaniacs. Oh, it's so amazing. <laughs> Just, did you see the thing on Boomerang? 
probably. I I'm assuming because so. I'm like they're gonna have to subscribe to Boomerang just to use the Looney Tunes again. Mm. No, is no, isn't that um, or isn't that Hanna Barbera? Aren't they two different things? Or is Hanna Barbera no, under? I think, think Hanna Barbera is part of the Boomerang thing, and then Looney Tunes is there as well. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so they're so, they're in bed with did, each other. I'm pretty sure. Old ass cartoons. Okay. Did you guys hear about this news that uh, Apple is trying to buy Disney? Well, now the price is low that. enough. Oh yeah, the, I guess because the stock market and how it's crashing, Apple uh-huh. with their gazillion dollars is trying to swoop in and buy Disney right now. Well, they've been, they've been talking to each other about like whether who like who was going to buy who for the longest time, and they've always been like cohesive with each other. Now it's just a matter of time of which one finally does it. I mean, but it looks like since only... Disney, since all the Disney parks are closed. Now, you know, but Apple, Apple just opened their stores up in China again. So they've got the upper hand so far on the Corona Bowl, I guess, if you want to call it. Corona Bowl. Corona Bowl. <laughs> it's a dirty bowl. <laughs> the, it's like the Super Bowl of viruses. <laughs> the race to finish Corona. So, uh, like, Apple acquires uh, Disney. Does anything change other than it's officially Apple products in every movie? No, I don't think so, because I think they're already kind of doing no. that anyway, aren't all, they? All the characters are going to wear, like, Apple Watches now? I think well, I they mean, want more it, closer. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, I think they already have that, like, technology embedded in the Disney World shit anyway with the Magic Bands. Oh, I love those like, things, it's, yeah. It's not, it's not really a, an Apple Watch, but, like, yeah. Disney's watching you. Apple can watch you from your phones. Like, they're right. already... I don't know. It's not that well, is, it, is it really just a secret worked... plot to take over the world? <laughs> On both parts. It's possible. Well, they already had like stock in uh, Pixar, so they already have some stock. Apple has some stock in Pixar, so you know what I'm saying. So they've already been friends with Disney before. So it's, it's yeah, like they're they're I, they're together. Yeah, they for they for yeah. sure have I a think... working relationship. I think they're trying to go after the content. I think they're really trying to get their their hands on that uh, app, on that Disney Plus. Yeah, because that Apple TV yeah. Plus is a is probably a failure at this point. Oh Apple TV is, is is a big failure. Uh, uh, there's some of the shows that are pretty cool. I watched C the other day. I thought that was kind of cool. But other than that, yeah. I got it for free because I got a new iPad. But but yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's up with these? Uh, what's up with um, these um, requests that you've been getting, man? You've been pretty popular on on the web. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I figured just to just to just to pass the time, you know. I figured people are going to be going crazy as shit in their house if they aren't working or whatever. So I figured just to add a little bit of levity in the situation, you know, I'd. And to keep myself busy, too, because, I mean, if I, yeah, you know, because, like, right now I'm not working. You know what I mean? Like, I'm forced yeah. to, to not work, and I'm sure quite a few people um, are in that same boat. So I figured, you know, keep me busy, keep other people busy, just provide some entertainment for everybody during this kind of weird time. You know, I figured I'd make it a little interactive, take requests, see what I can do with things. So I've, I've, I've pumped out a few of them uh, over this past week. I'm, I'm looking into doing more of them. Uh, next week, uh, I got I got quite a handful of requests, which I did see yours, by the way. So I will uh, I, I, I will. You requested the, I uh, do the attitude the, error, right? 
Yeah. You know, yeah. move to the music. That's, oh, you that's want a, that one? The old, a, the, the old school one. Okay, so you want the... Um, okay, so you want that one. All right, cool. How many was for the Attitude Era? Well, no, like that, that wasn't that the Edge theme song right there? No, that was... Uh, uh, no, no, no. No, that's a raw theme song, but it was... That was like... Um, oh, that, that was particular like, that one... That was like Eric Bischoff. Yeah, that was like the post-invasion yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought when you said attitude era, you meant no, the one that's that definitely was like ruthless the, aggression era. Um, the 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 People have done like the evolution of dance and shit like that, like oh, the, yeah, evolution the evolution of the raw theme, like... but on but on piano. That'd be cool because that's all I can play is the piano. I can't I can't do much else. That'd be cool. <laughs> that actually be cool. That'd be cool. That would be something. I, that'd be something I'd have to really work on. So maybe maybe that might that, that might be the spawn of it. it. Might be the spawn of your request there. Might that might happen depending on how long this this quarantine goes. Might happen. Yeah. <laughs> what what is your? Estimate? I mean, my what wife is. My wife is having things. So. Yeah, what is your estimate? The what? How long do you think this is going to go? Oh, man. Um, like, as far as, like, as far as, what's your minimum? And as far as, like, the general population quarantine or just, like, yeah. large gathering things? Because um, I'm thinking that this really doesn't start to settle down until June. I think I think we're in this all the way through April, and I think May, I think like halfway through May, we start to see the dip. Like I think that's when we start to see the decrease in numbers. I think that's I think that's where we start to see some of the bans lifted and you know sanctions lifted and more people going back to work and stuff. Like I can't I can't imagine, um, you know, like if anybody has kids going to school, I can't imagine kids are going back to school this school year. Like I, th- I, I don't think that's happening. There- I think the only learning, I think the only learning they're going to be doing, up until next school year, is on any kind of computer or like smart device right. that they, they have, do, and that's if the school initiates learnings? it. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it depends on your, depends on the district, but yeah, there's, um, there's quite a few. Like right now, we act, the teachers actually can't assign like new work and stuff because technically the schools are shut down by the government so they can't actually do anything but after the um i think after next week is when everything gets reevaluated um so i'm assuming that's when all the e-learning stuff is going to like take effect and kick in e-learning but i mean as far as like like what about low-income students who may not have access well, I think I, I think some districts that can afford it um, will be furnishing devices okay. to students, but then then you have the issue of well, do they have internet? That's that's another thing because um, some places might have a device, but they might not have the internet or vice versa. Um, so I did hear like Comcast was working on providing internet to people who didn't have it. Um, which that brings up a whole other argument of like, you know how like net neutrality is a thing and like whatever. And they were saying the internet was a luxury, not a utility. Correct. Remember that whole thing? Yeah. But now, yeah, now it's, now it's clearly a utility and not a luxury at this point. If, if all of these schools, especially nationwide are going to go to 
e-learning, it's no longer a luxury. It's a, it's a, it's a necessity. It's a utility. Yeah. That's, that's a hundred percent sure. I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. brilliant. Agree. Yeah. So how, how yeah. do you think so, that changes uh, the landscape? Like if, once uh, as, that is as far as, as far as schooling goes? No, as far as like uh, the internet in general, like once you realize that this really is a utility, how does, how does that change? Do you think? Um, I mean, it gets pretty deep. I'll tell you that. It seems like it seems like a super deep conversation. Yeah. That's all. That's what I'll say. Um, I, I mean, I've always believed that the internet was a utility and not a luxury, um, just because of even in the education system how they're starting to push like all these device. Like a lot of schools are starting to go one to one on devices, right, and stuff like that. Um, so if they're, if these kids are getting devices, obviously they're going to be needing to use the internet. Like for example, around where I live, Chromebooks are a big thing with the kids, but they're all web-based. So if they don't have access to internet, basically their Chromebooks useless. Yeah. It's completely functional. Yeah. Um, so like, um, so in that way, it's a utility because they need it for their education. Hmm. Whereas, you know, maybe like 10 years ago or so. Uh, having the internet wasn't necessary for your education because it was all paper, pencil, books, all that kind of stuff. So I think with the with education going that direction, I think it does become more more classified as a utility rather than a luxury. But you know, in our like capitalist society, obviously people want to it's gonna be hard monetize to anything and everything. Yeah, exactly. Especially since like these big companies already have a stranglehold on that that capitalist aspect of it so if it becomes a utility then there's going to be somebody who loses out just like you know like the whole healthcare thing like oh, yeah. the reason why we don't have healthcare for all is because capitalism Correct. long and short of it yeah so like i don't it would take it would take monumental reform i think in both cases for it to be you know for both of those things to become like universal access type things true but this could be one of those cattle, like this coronavirus thing. And if something else happens on this magnitude, like a global pandemic, it could be a starting point because yeah. we've kind of like almost like basically hitting the reset button here with this, like, who you know, whatever you believe in or whatever thing you think is in charge of this universe and this world basically hit the reset button on us, in my opinion. Yeah, because like now my like like pollution's down in China. You know what I mean, like they they're having clear skies for the first time in in many years i think the same is going to happen in america like it's a it's a clear like the universe is like stop fucking doing shit and like reset button you know what i mean like you're, you're gonna kill yourselves so here we go like trying not to make you kill yourselves yeah except you know when we get back into the full swing of things it's like nobody's gonna remember nobody's gonna care because of convenience you know what i mean no. We're no. such a society of convenience. Yes. Yes, we are. Very much so. Mm. But at Plus least we'll have toilet paper, paper again. <laughs> yes. Yo, the penguin has TP, so everybody needs to be living up. Good. Did you see that video online of, um, I guess, some, like, um, there's a there's a girl that posted a video, and they said their dad did the math of, like, sheets of toilet paper to shits per day. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you see this? No. So, basically, this this dad, like, did a math problem, and he was like, if you bought four cases 
of toilet paper. That's 20 rolls of toilet paper per case. Now, if we're locked up for a month, that's X amount of shits in a month. It was like, it was like 400, it was like 400 shits a month. If you divide that by the number of days, so like 30 days, you're up to like, you're up to like 15 shits a day. If you're shitting 15 times a day, that's a problem. And like, it was something like that. It was hilarious. Brilliant. He was like, you don't need four cases of toilet paper. Save it for others. Save it for others. (laughs) I believe this whole toilet paper thing started with the actual toilet paper crisis in Australia. Like, it was a real thing, I believe. It's possible. Yeah, It was a real thing. It became a meme, and people, being ignorant and not understanding where things are coming from, are like, oh, this is happening everywhere. We need to buy toilet paper. Nobody's doing the actual research to understand that this happened in somewhat of a secluded area. And there was just this joke and this meme about it. And now everybody freaked out. Now there is no toilet paper to be found. Yeah. And it's, it's I, I thought it was ridiculously crazy. Just stupid. Like, I'm laughing a lot at people just take care of, like, four big old packs of toilet paper. In the meantime, I'm in the corner. I'm like, yeah, I got dude wipes. We're good. Yeah. I, I, it's made me think about like how dangerous the internet can be and how dangerous like memes yes. can be, to be honest. Uh, cause a lot of people are just like, they really take any little thing that comes into the news and they make a joke about it. And this, mm-hmm. the joke lulls people into a false sense of security because humor does that. So there's all these people out here who aren't taking these situations that are very serious, seriously. Or blowing certain things out of proportion that don't need to be blown out of proportion, and it's it's an even more dangerous time because of that. I think personally. Yeah, I mean, it's what do you also say? something where like you hear like when somebody hears something so often that they just finally believe it, even if it is a joke. Correct. You know I mean, like yeah. if you hear it and you see it so often, I forget what like scientific name that is or like what principle that is. I know is. exactly what you're speaking of. Yeah. But yeah, like, that's that's essentially what um, this meme culture can do sometimes if you don't understand that it's a joke or like some of these po- like some of like, you know, like the onion, how they post fake news articles or like right. some places po- post fake news articles. But if people don't know that the onion is satire, then they might believe it. Right. So that takes and, you all the way back like to that. Orson Welles. You know? Yeah. 1984 yeah. for sure. Uh huh. Big time. Which like, kind of, which didn't they like? Didn't like? Doesn't that book like kind of predict something like this? I've never read the book. But well, it, it kind of it, no. It was a he. It was the reading of War of the Worlds. Oh, so he he read War of the Worlds uh, as a radio broadcast, but people who tuned in too late were thinking this was a live news report, play by play, and like a bunch of people actually killed themselves thinking we were being invaded by aliens. Oh, see, I thought you were talking about that. Um, oh, you said Orson Welles, not um, what the hell is the whoever who who wrote 1984? Wasn't it? It was somebody. Uh, no, it wasn't Orson. something. Something. Something Wells. Oh, oh, uh, H. G. Wells. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking. H. G. Wells. I was gonna say because I thought because I, I thought you were making Wells from Flash. <laughs> <laughs> no. One of the many Harrison Wells. Although that's what chapter I left off in, in Injustice, by the way. I'm on the Flash chapter. Oh, I'm so glad I got you to do uh, play that. 
Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's a, it's a good. I'm playing through the story. Now, now that I do. Okay. Did you just buy this game? Did you just buy that game? I did. I just, I just got it because I was like, you know what? If I'm going to be in ho- at home for a while, I haven't like, I literally have not sat down in front of video games for probably like a year and a half. And I have a bunch of video game systems because I like love retro games. Like I like, yeah, I have like this too. whole like retro game stuff. When I was a kid, I was big into video games, but then like, I just, you know, as an adult, you don't have time, or at least I don't have time to sit down and really enjoy a video game, you know, like play through story mode or like take hours and hours and hours to enjoy it. I might sit down and play for like half an hour, an hour or something, but like to go through a whole story mode, I have not had that time probably in like two years. Um, So I was like, all right, well, what video games? So so the Watt recommended the Injustice games. So I was like, all right, I like DC. And he said the stories are good, so I'm in. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I'll... Cool then, story, but, too. Yeah. The story well, is cool, like, but like, if Penguin, if you remember when I was reading the Injustice comics, and this is where I nerd out a bit, it goes way in depth to the stuff that's not in the game story, and it, it like, blows your mind. See, now yeah. I'm going to have to read those. No, you really because I Because I, like, I like this story right now. I'm real. I'm really involved in the story. I'm like, ooh, this is cool. I haven't played the first one in so long. I don't remember if it's in the story of the game or not. But like, uh, Batman's kid, Damian Wayne, like, yeah, gets in a fight with Nightwing and accidentally kills him. I don't know if that happened. No, I, I think I, that's. I think that's the comic. Yeah, it happens in the comic. I don't think it actually happens in the game, but it's it's so wild how it plays out in, in, in the story. Yeah, now I'm going to have to read those thinking about, I was just sitting here thinking about Wild, uh, and it's something that, that the Killua brought up actually the other night. How can uh, uh, the person who works at a store, which is probably, you know, you considered one of the lowest people, now be number one on the list? Isn't that insane? Yeah, it's like they joined the National Guard or something. Like they're now like the front lines of our nation. Yeah. As far as like what essential workers? Yeah. Are you talking like, about? Like, yeah, you yeah, know, like restocking the store. You go, you go to a you know? store, and like typically, if somebody has a, a issue at the store, you know, you might hear like maybe like a rich snob say something like, you know, you work at a grocery store. You're basically a piece of shit. I'm better than you. But now mm-hmm. the roles are reversed because now the number one like savior is the uh, grocery store worker, you know, and, and the first responders who that should always be number one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I mean, because now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has been, but I think more people now that are not working, especially if they're like in the, like the restaurant business has been killed by this. You know, because there's so many servers and bartenders and stuff that are not working that depended on those tips. Because, like, if the restaurant's paying them, they're not paying them shit. You know what I mean? Like, they get they get yeah. nothing for those for their, like, hourly wage or whatever. They make money all on their tips. So, like, a lot of those people... They make no money. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, a lot of those people are either doing now DoorDash or they've gone back, like, or they've started working in grocery stores and doing those kind of jobs like i know this i know this one guy um on on i saw on facebook that he used to work at giant and then he got out of giant and was a bartender for a while and now he's back at working at giant because the bars closed down 
So like now he yeah. went back to his old job at Giant, and it's like because Giant's working. You know what I mean? Like so you gotta you gotta pay the bills somehow, especially if you rely on those tips and you're not going to be getting those tips for a month. Like it's not like they're suspending rents or mortgage payments or you know any of those other kind of monthly bills you have. Like yeah, that would be the that would be the nice thing to do during this time is when a majority of people are not working and if they're not being paid. You know, some places are paying. Like I know some government things are paying and like some other places are paying still. Um, but like those yeah. kind of jobs, like you're screwed. You know what I mean? Those those tips are yeah. what you rely on to to pay your bills. And if you're not getting those tips, you gotta figure something out. How are you doing with your stocking up? Have you been out of the stores or I went out to the I went out to the store once and I mean I've you know I, I'm not like I don't need a whole lot of things and usually I keep a pretty good yeah. stock of things in general like I, I normally overstock anyway when I'm even when I'm not in a crisis so already I was like all right well I definitely have enough toilet paper so like that was one good thing because like I'm that asshole yeah. walking out with two cases when there's no crisis, just cause I'm like, I don't want to go back to the store for another like six months, you know, cause yeah. if I don't have to, I don't, I don't want to. So, and like, you know, I go to Sam's club just for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I have, a, <laughs> have like a huge family to take care of. It's just like, it's me, you know? So, yeah. um, so like I'm pretty well stocked, but I, I want I went out cause I, I think I needed like soap or something like that. I needed like shampoo or soap or whatever. So I went out there and looked and it was just like, I felt like I was in the walking dead. Like I was waiting for like Negan to come out and like whack me yep. in the back of the head or some shit. And then like a zombie to attack me. Cause it was like, I was like walking down aisles and things I've never seen picked out are picked out. Like, why did people yep. pick out all the olives? Like, is there a shortage on olives? What happened here? You know, <laughs> like, having a martini. That's what's happening. <laughs> Clearly, the yeah. coronatini yeah. or whatever they call it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Quarantini. That's quarantini. what it is. Yeah. yeah, quarantini. Lots of people are making quarantinis. Oh, that's beautiful. Shaking, not COVID. So. Oh. <laughs> Title of this episode: oh. Quarantini. <laughs> yeah, you I've gotta been have some out fun the store. It. I've been out the store. I went to Aldi's on Wednesday, and I've been going back and forth because I'm still working. Like, they have not, not – that's one thing I can say about this whole thing. They will never say, hey, uh, Penguin, guess what? You're not working here no more. We can't have that. No, no, because I work in the health field, so guess right. what? So, yeah, I'm it's always happening. <laughs> your job is also putting you at a risk. Which that's true. They're not giving me the ample supply that I need to work my job during this type of crisis. Uh, they, they didn't say anything about any masks and sanitizers, even though like we did get an email. I just got it like an hour ago saying that they do have these supplies. They're also talking to manufacturers about like, uh, and their partners about getting more stock in, but like, I, I have yet to see any of that stuff. Like that should be automatic. That should have been an automatic thing. Uh, they want us to order online and stuff, and most of the like Walmart shut down their online business. So their little email is kind of like um, late, late to the game. But I have been to the stores. I have been shopping. Like I, I go to Aldi's now to get healthier food, and um, uh, Aldi's is actually here in Lebanon on Wednesday was completely stocked up full. They even had toilet paper and they had paper towels. The other thing they were missing was some meats, like some beef and some chicken and stuff. But other than that, 
they had they were pretty well stocked up and Boyers, I went to Boyers on Wednesday too. Um, they were telling me uh, if we could just shut down for like 24 to 48 hours, we could have everything stocked up because they have back stock. So it's just that they were saying that like like Boyers were saying, well, as soon as they um, open a store, there's a lot of people ready to go in the store and just completely just ransack it for toilet paper and sanitizer and run up the bill of sanitizer and sell it on the side. Right there, Kilowatt, didn't you tell me that, that somebody you know that had that happen to them? Uh, yeah, yeah, a friend's uh, dad of mine uh, did see on the side of the road uh, people with, like, boxes and boxes of Purell selling it for, like, crazy amounts of money. That's ridiculous. That's all I have to say. I think that is just nuts. This type of... Uh, Profiteering. Yeah. Financial things that everyone are trying to trying to gain through through a crisis. That's just tells you what type yeah, of person... Su- su- supply and demand. That's yeah. what happens. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the way of the world. There will, there, yeah, because, I mean, some uh, that person probably isn't working in some capacity, and they might not be getting paid, so they're trying to do something. So if they can buy the hand sanitizer and sell it at a premium, same thing with ticket scalpers. They can buy the t- tickets, sell them at a premium. Yeah. yeah. If they can make money that way. It's shitty. It's a very shitty thing to do. But You know, I've, I've always wondered, what is it about ticket scalping that's illegal? Is that's illegal? illegal? Well, I don't think it's back. Like I don't know. Maybe this it's is not outdated. Legal. If you sell for the same price, it's not illegal. But if you jump the price up, like say you say you bought tickets for fifty bucks and you jumped it up to a hundred and doubled the price, that's illegal. But if you sell for the same price of fifty dollars, it's not illegal. Okay, because like I've always you mean seen... like you mean like if you do it yourself? Because because I was gonna say if that's the case, yeah. then how does StubHub and seat and Vivid Seats function? Because I, I've all always of those been curious are... about that. Maybe the rules have changed, but like I remember back in like maybe the '90s, early 2000s, like even when like shows like Friends, like people getting arrested for buying tickets from a scalper, you know. Also, you yeah, can't oh. sell it out front of out front of the venue like that either. A lot of that's the biggest thing. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's, that's the main thing. thing. Okay, well, that's what I'm referring to, basically. Yeah, uh, that's the biggest thing. I'm talking so about online, I'm talking about online and, and everything. Why, well, the reason why that's a little bit more is because StubHub uh, charges like their own personal thing for using their own personal site to do that. You know, technically, you could go online to the venue itself and go ahead and order your tickets online there. But if you go to StubHub, like, oh, I'm a member of StubHub, you know. They'll they'll actually buy the tickets up and then they resell them at a, at a different. Oh price. man! Speaking of with, this, do you think that Chris Jericho thing. concert's getting canceled? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I hope not. I, I hope do. not. I, I think it's getting postponed for sure. I don't yeah. know if it'll be canceled, canceled, but I definitely think it's going to get postponed. At this sure. point, yeah, probably. Yeah, oh, I, I, I I wouldn't. I would, it won't happen. Yeah, well, I was going to say I wouldn't plan on any kind of events until June. Because yeah. I, I don't think any I don't think any kind of event will be happening until June at the earliest. Pisses me off. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I'm so pissed. <laughs> yeah, because I miss two I things miss, I was like, looking forward to. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, like that's that's what I did on the weekends was travel to different things, whether it was to wrestling or to concerts or to something. Like that was what I did. Like I just like I worked yeah. Monday through Friday, and then. On the weekend, I'd travel somewhere, whether it was far or near. I traveled somewhere, did something. So this is like so super weird. I haven't listened to I haven't listened to the new the new podcast yet. So, um, but I did know that the last time I listened, uh, you said that you were up in New York right when this shit was starting to go down. Uh, yeah, 
no corona no corona for the maestro correct not that I, not that i'm aware of i mean i haven't been tested no but i haven't i haven't been thing or had fevers or anything like that yeah. so i i can't imagine that i actually I mean, we, got it me and the kilowatt were just saying this just uh was it last night uh no tonight it was actually tonight and last night um just the the mental anguish of this is is killing because the other day at work um i woke up i was i was just I was not feeling right i was feeling hot um I, I, I kind of had a scratchy throat and shit like that. Here I found out I was hot because the room was hot. I, I forgot to turn the heat down. And the scratchy mm-hmm. throat is I'm getting over a cold going around my house right now. But I, I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, fuck, do I have this shit? Like, what oh, yeah, it makes I you do? paranoid. Should I go get tested? Yeah. So I started yeah, researching man. what all the symptoms were and shit, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're good. You know? Yeah, it does. It makes you paranoid. Like, every time, every time I cough, I'm like, oh, shit, is this it? I was like, is this the start? Like no, I'm just choking. Same I'm thing on my heart. Water. It's <laughs> the <laughs> so same yeah. thing on my heart because I'm fat. And I'm like, oh, okay, is the heart attack coming. Is the yeah. heart attack. Coming? I was like, is this is it? Is this it? No, no, no. I'm just fat. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I've had that. Yeah. I've had that numerous times. Okay, I'm binge like, watching. Going down. To loop in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm binge watching uh, Netflix shows and, and all sorts of t- TV at this time um, to keep my mind busy. But so I'm binge watching the seven seasons of the show Royal Pains. But as I'm watching everybody get diagnosed with things and coming ill with things every episode of the show, I'm having anxiety just being like, oh, shit, I have that. I've got sarcoidosis or some shit. Yep, I'm going to die. I'm going to fucking die. (laughs) Yep. Oh, shit. My T cells are low, too. Damn it. I'm pretty sure I'm going into kidney failure as we speak, you know? Oh, I've got a pain in my, my I mean, side. I I, need, I have appendicitis. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> this should happen at the worst time. Like we're it's get starting to get warm. People want to go outside. Like and now go outside. Out the global pandemic. Just don't go around anybody. Yeah, you can't go around anybody, but you can go outside. In fact, the sun is apparently one of the best things you can do for if you do have it or think you have it is go get out in the so sun. So vitamin D, apparently. baby. Yeah, apparently, like, the heat and stuff is what – that's why I think when, like, middle of May to June comes around, that's when we'll get the dips because it's just going to get warmer. And apparently the virus itself does not do well in, like, the heat and humidity. So once we get to that point in the year, that's when the numbers will really go down. Because, you know, there's still people being assholes and, like, traveling all over the place and spreading it right now because, like, flights are super cheap. Like, I was, like – I was supposed to go to WrestleMania, right? So I had rebooked my flight. Initially, my flight was like near 400 bucks. First time I rebooked it when they were like, you know, in like beginning of March, I knocked off like 150 bucks off the flight already. I was like, oh, shit. All right. I'm going to I'm going to Tampa for cheaper. Now, all of a sudden, like it's all canceled. So obviously, you know, I got all that money back. But then I was like, all right, well, where else can I go this weekend? Because like at this point, it wasn't this big deal at this point. Like things were still going on. Things were whatever. So I'm looking at prices for places. and I'm like. A round trip flight from Philly to Vegas, forty bucks. Have fun in Vegas. All yeah. shut down. I mean, now it's all shut down, but at the time it wasn't. Right. So, so I was like, shit, I could go to Vegas for forty bucks. That's amazing. I'd have been down to take that you know, forty-three dollar round trip to Cali, man. Never been to Cali. Forty-three bucks. I can, I can swing that. Yeah, yeah. Like New Orleans was like forty bucks. I'm like, shit, I could have fun on Bourbon Street. Alcohol kills things. Let's let's do this, you know. And then they sh- <laughs> and they shut everything down. Yeah. 
that, that it's all shut down. It's like, well, now there's no point in going anywhere. So I'm definitely not paying 40 bucks to go to another place where I just sit in a place I don't even know. I'd rather, if I have to be quarantined somewhere, at least I'll be quarantined in my house. Yeah, that's the best place to be, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about wrestling right now? Have you watched any wrestling on TV? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been keeping up with, with, with the WWE and AEW. Of course. That's what happens. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I have been slack-a-lacking with wrestling hardcore. Um, well, you always do, though. Well, I, you know, yeah. when AEW came around, I really got this new zest for it, but it died out really quick. <laughs> Uh, I do want to watch the last three weeks of AEW and just kind of like oh yeah you keep have up to with it. Um, but WWE yeah, you have to. You gotta wa- yeah, no you interest have to. like the whole Gronkowski thing I have no interest like <sighs> that's stupid it, oh I love Gronk no, I fucking love Gronk I mean, good for him but like why why because he's friends with Mojo like I don't get it I don't get it no because he's a bigger he's a big name he's a big it, I know I know you don't know sports but he's a big name no no I get he's a name in sports it draws other people it all it draws other people in I'll tell you like, that's WWE this is how we're going to get into a real good discussion here because my problem watching one of my favorite shows used to be Total Divas now I hated uh, Eva Marie I hated her and I hated uh, Summer for the most part because I didn't like when people would come in without a indie wrestling background. I don't like it. I, I actually really despise it, to be honest. So while Gronk might be a name, don't care for it at all. I don't think it's fair. So you didn't see so them like Ronda Rousey? No, I hated it. I hated the whole Ronda Rousey thing from the minute she debuted. I like so Ronda Rousey in MMA. Well, I mean, to be fair, Brock Lesnar didn't really have an indie background either. He went through their I, developmental system. He went system, through OVW. That. Absolutely. He was a success in OVW. But that was their developmental program. So do you call that indie wrestling or yeah. do you call that their developmental territory? Because was... that can be different. It's like it's like it's he didn't he didn't like traverse around the country like some of these other guys have done, like Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan's. Right. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn's, they were all over the country and all over the world yeah. doing indie indie wrestling. Whereas like some of these other guys, like Brock Lesnar, yes. yeah, you could consider it indie wrestling, I but really it's a, it's it's a it's a protected indie wrestling because it's their developmental territory. But it's, it's de- not like it's total devel- fend for yourself. It's their developmental territory because it's a super successful indie pr- program. That's why it became their developmental territory. And, like, they have successful crowds, successful shows, storylines. That's how that became a thing. It's not like WWE was like, hey, we set this up. It It's, like, legitimately well, a thing. And, it like, in well. itself, it's an, it's an indie show. And it's a well-produced indie show. Not anymore. But it used to be. No offense to Al Snow. He's doing well, well with it. I mean, so, so was NXT. Now it's like now it's now it's on this level, right. but that's what but, NXT was. You, know, you had like you know Deep South Wrestling and shit like that. That were these indie promotion developmental programs, and that I kind of respect because most of the guys that came through there were also indie guys. Brock Lesnar, I give it a pass because he was a amateur wrestler. You know, like wrestling is still based off of amateur wrestling. Well, Ronda Rousey was jujitsu and, right. and judo, and she did MMA. Right. I just don't think her training for wrestling. And Shamrock. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, they still had some sort of athletic combat, like, 
background. And it's not yeah. hard to transfer, translate that into the world of professional wrestling. It is hard, like, as somebody who's trained in certain martial arts, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell people this, but, uh, like, it is really hard to switch that into a um, uh, the professional wrestling form. It's easy mm-hmm. to grasp the concepts, but it's hard to shed your instincts of, like, other forms of combat. Because... Uh, you know, you, you, those become like muscle memory type of things, but I, I give them a pass because like, it's, it's more of a like easier mesh than somebody who's like, Oh, I'm a fucking model. So I'm hot. So I should be in the WWE. That, so you weren't a fan of Trish Stratus. Is that how she came through? Like, I don't know her story. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she wasn't like an indie wrestler. In fact, I don't think she was a trained wrestler when she was in, in WWF. And I think she trained while she was on like the main roster as a valet right. to be a wrestler. Right. But then she became a wrestler. Like it didn't seem to right. me like Trish Stratus debuted without having her talents built up. Ronda Rousey, like, yeah, she trained and trained, but like when she debuted, it was really sloppy to me. It didn't look good, or at least she maybe she was good, and their idea was like, "Hey, we want you to look like you're still MMA," and then it looked bad because you're in wrestling now. Well, I think that, I think that's part of the appeal with her Man, is yeah, that she's not she's it. not your tra- she's not your traditional professional wrestler, which she's not. Right. Well, which like it just that's what. When you're not your traditional professional wrestler going up a professional wrestler uh, up enough, up against a professional wrestler, like it just doesn't fit for me aesthetically. It doesn't look good, you know. Like, okay, you're gonna come in, you're gonna trash this person because we know that you're a real fighter and they're a yeah. show fighter. It doesn't fit. But if you come in and you do show fighting mixed with the style of martial arts, now that looks good. That to me looks good. But she basically was doing only MMA style stuff. And it just made the whole like aesthetic of the match look sloppy to me. I'm going to stop talking so much. I'm going to let you guys talk. But <clears throat> that's... Well, that's we figured I mean. when we talked about sports, you were quiet. So now we... Now yeah, we but, let you have but your now time. I'm gonna I'm gonna end up talking yeah, too much. Just... Like just you know, give me your opinions on that. Like, cause I'm not gonna sit here and like go through every single person. It's just the basis of my thing is like, at least be trained enough to where when you get in the ring, it looks good, um, and you can go like toe to toe with anybody else from any other level of the business. Well, so then what's your what's your thoughts on Goldberg? Because I'll give you mine then. Well, but what are your thoughts on Goldberg? I think Goldberg was what he was. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like him now. I think it's trash what they're doing with him now. But what he was way back, it fit. Yeah. But that that goes against everything you just said, though. Yeah, but I was a kid back then, so I didn't know any better. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. I didn't know, know better. I didn't know shit. Yeah, but you got to realize, like back then, like okay, the focus in wrestling now is the illusion of athletic ability. What wrestling was back then was more of a overall pageantry like show. That's what wrestling I think was. It still then. is. It still is. I think it still is. But not it's as much. Like if way, you though. if you take WWE. And some of AEW out of the equation, 
what is the most popular thing in wrestling right now? Spot fest. You know what I mean? Well, but you just took away literally the biggest wrestling company that has more fans than probably all of those other things combined. Yeah, but those things, they also have those things ingrained in those companies. And those are the companies Eh, that do do the pageantry and the story well because they have the platform. Well, see, AEW is unique right now. You know what I mean? Because, like, AEW has that sort of indie company feel where they do get spot festy at times, but they also do have, like, compelling stories. Is everything they do a compelling story? No. And what I mean by compelling is not necessarily good or bad. I'm just meaning, like, it's it's like a, like a, like, I guess some kind of story arc where there's some kind of finish to it. WWE is all stories and not necessarily about the matches themselves, but it's all about stories. Like for example, this past week's NXT had zero live matches on it, but in my opinion was one of the best episodes of NXT I've ever watched because they literally, because they literally told the entire story from beginning to now of Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. And it was like this beautiful, like this well done, beautiful, almost in the vein of like um, one of those like ESPN 30 for 30s or like an E60 type of thing where they interviewed the guys and they took you through little glimpses of how their career began together, like in the WWE from their first tryout all the way through these little trials and tribulations they've had up until the current moment of their rivalry. And they've had this huge history about it. And like we went into this episode of NXT thinking like, all right, well, this is going to suck because there's zero live matches. So how is this going to be interesting at all? And literally the first hour or so was this Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano thing. And I was like, holy shit, this is one of the best like promo things I've ever seen. So like from that, from that perspective, I have not seen anybody come close to something like that. And then they did another one on Finn Balor. And I was just as intrigued with the whole Finn Balor thing of how it went from his start to where he is in NXT, like taking that route of it. So like, yeah, it didn't have any live wrestling. And I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people pissed on it because it didn't have any live wrestling. And a lot of like your traditional, pro wrestling fans like you're real ingrained pro wrestling diehards want those spot festy matches because they like the the athleticism you know i mean like they're they're the fans of ricochet and alistair black and they're championing for them and they're the ones that are booing seth rollins and roman reigns and and all that kind of stuff and like shitting on brock lesnar but like a majority of the wwe um, populace of fans is not necessarily those pro wrestling diehards. Cause a lot of the pro wrestling diehards don't give a shit about WWE. It's all the people on the surface that watch Miz and Misses that have watched total divas that have watched total Bellas and get sucked into the product that way. So, so they have to focus more on the entertainment side. So like, for example, that Lana Lashley storyline was God awful. Like it was God awful. It's terrible. But, but you know what? Some people love, but, but, the people who love that also watch reality TV like The Bachelor and all that other stuff. That's that's god awful trash. You're right. But they love but they love that storyline. So yeah, WWE's right. trying to appeal to way more people, whereas like AEW is appealing to those pro wrestling diehards. You know what I mean? Like they're telling good stories with it. And you do need good stories to be captivating. 
But at the same time, it's not as necessary for those pro wrestling diehards to have those super captivating stories. It adds a little bit to it. And like, if you're taking a match, like, like that Cody Dustin match that they had, which was like total old school storytelling, you know, there were no crazy flips. It was not a spot fest, but it was a beautiful match because it it told a very, Yeah. yeah. And it told a great story throughout the entire thing. You had a great story coming into it. You had good history coming into it. And then in the match itself, it told a great story. So no, you don't, you didn't need people flipping off a 20 foot ladder and doing hurricane Rana's and all this other kind of stuff in that match to have, a five-star quality match. And I think that gets lost sometimes. And that's why like, I'm, I seem to be in the minority a lot because I'm a chant. I like, I, and I don't mean to do this, but I just happen to defend WWE a lot because it's like, they're trying to appeal to more than you, the typical like pro wrestling diehard. So yes, not everything they, they do. You're going to like, is it going to strike out with you? Absolutely. But what, what other like actual TV show or entertainment does everything perfect? You know what I mean? Like what's a T what's a TV show or a movie that like has done literally everything perfect that you couldn't think of one bad thing. You know what I mean? Like there's very few of those examples. This is why like I try not to criticize the stories too much. Like if they're not good and they're not appealing to me, then I just check out. I don't really typically talk the shit. I just, mm-hmm. just like him. Hey, no, yeah, nothing, and I, I didn't mean, like, I didn't mean this at you personally. No, well, what I'm, I'm saying, saying like is, like, typically people, because there are people, general. like, and I don't know where you stand on this, but like, there are certain people that I just wanted to check out on on Facebook when I hear people trashing the writers for the last season of Game of Thrones. It's like, mm. deal with what you got. Mm. Like, it's not your story to tell. Right. You know? like, I wouldn't like, trash that. I thought, I thought, like, for me, it ended beautifully. And there's nothing I could do to change yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Like... I see. I I didn't I didn't like it, but it's not. I don't think it's because the the um, the writers themselves did a terrible job. It's because they made me invest in a certain character a certain way, and I didn't like how it turned out. John like, Snow. Like no, Bran. Bran Stark hated oh. Bran Stark the entire time. Okay, so you're but saying, it's not. Who did? But you... it's not the right. But it's not the writer's fault. I'm like, oh, why? You know what I mean? Like that's the story that was supposed to be right. laid out. But but I... the way he was portrayed to me yeah. is that he, you know, he was like this nosy little shit who, like, first of all, he deserved to get his legs broken because you shouldn't be climbing a fucking castle wall and to see into <laughs> somebody's window that you're not supposed to see. So that's why your legs got broken because you're peeking in somebody's window. You shouldn't be. Boom. Yeah, but let's, End of let's story. Be honest, man. Like he was a kid. Then why are you? Tra- then why are you touching? Sure, but we then were why? All peepers at that age. Let's be honest. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> climb a castle wall. Well, yeah, because we're little fat shits. But like, <laughs> put, put, your, put yourself in his time. I, mean, I, I would. I would. I would not be able to get up the castle wall. That's yeah. Okay. If I saw my brother and sister fucking, I'd, I'd jump off a wall too. <laughs> But like, but, but then, but then it didn't, but like, that wasn't the only thing like then it, and it kept going further. Like it just showed to me, to me, Bran was selfish in a lot of ways because like he was told not to touch the tree. And what did he do? He touched the fucking tree. That's why Hodor died. You know what I mean? Like spoiler alert, but it was kind of, you haven't seen it by now, but it was kind of faded to happen. And that's kind of like what was part of the story. Right, but I, it, yeah. it doesn't mean I have to like it. No, I'm not. I'm not asking you to like it. I'm just saying, like, yeah. But that's, sometimes but that, you got to understand. The thing. It's not I'm not your blaming the. Tell. 
Sure. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not blaming the writers for how it ended yeah. because that's that was the story. It was just my perception of it. I hated it because I thought it could have ended a certain other way. And it didn't. It ended with this dude I didn't like as the king. Did it make sense? Yeah. So yeah, I, totally. Did. Out of it made sense. Out sure. of pure curiosity, because it did go from wrestling to this. But how would you have envisioned <laughs> the ending of Game of Thrones? Because like, I mean, I, now we're in the fantasy realm. Which is yeah. it's just, it's a little off topic of the point that I was trying to drive home, but I think you get the point. Is that like we accept that we're not the storytellers, we're the consumers, and we should know that role. Like we can tune out if we want to tune out, but to feel like we all have a right to bitch about it is ridiculous. I mean, you can. I mean, you can bitch about it, but like nobody's like. Wh- but why? Because nobody's listening to you. You know what I mean? Like, like, exactly. Like that's the thing. Like the like. They say, you know, AEW listens to the fans or whatever, but like, they, and they, and they, and they might to a certain degree, but at the same time, there's a reason why all those people on Twitter and stuff are not doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like they've been in the business. They know what's, they know what's going on at the end, at oh. the end of the day, you just have to trust that they're going to go in a certain direction. Has it worked out so far for most people and what they think? Absolutely. Maybe it's because they do think a lot like your typical pro wrestling consumer. WWE does not think like that. WWE is in the entertainment well, business. They're in the movie business, the TV business. Well, yeah, and they, watching, their medium um, just happens to be pro wrestling. What was it? it? Beyond the Mat, I just recently watched again. And Vince mm-hmm. McMahon, even way back then, was like, I'm in the movie making business. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, but people yeah. don't realize um, that. And that's why everybody shits on WWE so much. It's like, well, it's because it is different. Like, you have to look at it for the entertainment perspective. Yeah. And not always the matches. Now, the match qualities have gotten better in recent years. Like, they just used to be, they used to not give a shit about match quality at all. And it was just all about stories and hoping the stories could carry through. And that was just piss poor. Like, that was like, you know, they would have their golden gems of stories every now and again. But other than that, it would just be kind of like piss poor on, on that end and hope the stories would carry through to the matches you do need a mix of it if you're truly invested in pro wrestling itself right. you know what i mean but but at the same time people are are expecting those indie things because those indie guys were doing it on the indies and they're like oh well uh seth rollins is going to keep doing this no seth rollins is going to do the wwe style because he's in wwe and he wants to be the top guy you want to be the top guy in the top business you do what the hell the boss says fair and enough. that's it fair enough so before we go any further into that <laughs> How does your Game of Thrones end? Oh, pretty much like I mean, I I would have liked to see Jon Snow take the throne. Too obvious, in my opinion, that's yeah. too obvious. Sure, I, I and was, that's fine. I was literally prepared for it to be anybody, and the like crazy wrestling term heel turn for uh, yeah. Daenerys coming into the end there. That, yeah. that kind of blew my mind, but I kind of liked it too because I, I thought that was genius. Yeah, I thought it was just like at the end of a. Uh, What's it show? Daybreakers. Uh, if you watch Daybreakers yeah. on Netflix, mm-hmm. the, the, oh. the love interest at the end totally does a flip heel turn unexpected. And you're just like, Shit. like Frozen. Like Frozen? Did you ever see Frozen? Wait, what? Are you talking about the musical? <laughs> well, uh, it doesn't matter. Movie, musical, it's well, no, the same. same thing. I mean, what? Where, where, where's the heel turn there? Uh, you, just, you just probably opened up a can. Oh, well, Hans was a dick. <laughs> Like, okay. Hans' uh, heel turn no, didn't happen me, right from the beginning. No, but I'm saying, tell me you you saw that coming. Tell me you saw it coming. Oh, yeah. 
It was weird. It was weird. You didn't see it coming. It was so weird. It had to happen. No. Why the hell would some king come in and try to, or prince try to come in and like sweep her off her feet and marry her right away? Because like it's love and Disney. Okay, That's okay. why. I'll be honest. It's love and Disney. I bought it all the way through <laughs> We Finish Each Other's Sandwiches. Okay? I bought it all the way through that song. But right and after that. that's what gave it away. Well, no, no, the that gave it away. That's what gave no, it away. Not at all. That's what I was like, oh my God, this is adorable. I love it. But as we progressed to the after that song, I'm like, no, this ain't right. Something's happening. Something's happening. And then he was a dick. <laughs> You know that wasn't this wasn't the original question. The original question was, "How do you like wrestling right now?" <laughs> eh, that's bullshit. See, this is this is this is where this is where sweat steers me back on because then I'll just keep going off. Like, I'll go off yeah. wrestling. Game, what of, Game of Thrones, Frozen, Frozen was, Two available on Disney Plus now. By the way, thanks to the coronavirus. I gotta watch. I gotta watch that. Gotta also, watch onward also, is coming. Is coming. Onward, to Disney yeah, Plus. Wait, when's that coming to that. Disney Plus? Because I was gonna download it tonight. Like. Like soon, soon. Like right. I think within the next yeah. week or so. Okay, then I'm gonna hold off on yep. risking getting copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no shutter shit, no shutter shit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, like I've been. Well, I've watched wrestling with the whole empty arena thing, and I'm just like, this is terrible. I saw Daniel Bryan come out doing his yes movement. Stupid. And who is doing Blowing a yes movement? That's not, that's yeah, but see, gimmick. but see, you got it. Yeah, know? I was gonna say you got to do it. Like you got you. You just got to do it. Like, it's it's still the oh, yeah. show. Like, people like, are watching. They're expecting you to do it. I liked how AW looked aesthetically with it. Oh, like, they darkened the arena. Uh, I liked that sometimes there were other wrestlers kind of as the audience. Well, I think that arena's outside, too. Uh, so, I think that helps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the ambiance of it, I think it's an outdoor arena. So, I think that helps with it. But I also – what I enjoyed most about AEW was – that they had their unused talent in the crowd and they had like yes. little yeah. mini store, little mini pockets of stories and stuff. And like little like side quests, if you want to call that yeah. in the crowd with like MJF, like handed the money to butcher in the blade and like, you know, right. Joey Janela over there and like yeah. all that kind yeah. of stuff. Only, and they were like, the kind of like feeding into it. I like, I, I enjoyed I that was when the dark order was leaving. Uh, like you saw that Ma- Maxwell or MJF was in the in the crowd like clapping. That's the only bit I've seen to that, but I liked it. I was like, okay, yeah, like you know, you're part of the show. Yeah, but who's you to say you it. can't be an audience member for the rest of it? Like yeah. that that could be. Well, a that's thing. A, yeah. I mean, that's that was that was what was cool. The only thing is WWE has too many people to do that with. Like AEW has a small enough roster that they can get away with it. Right. WWE has way too many people. I mean, like, AEW's and who are they... is too big for its exposure, I think. You mean AEW or WWE? AEW. I think they have too many people on their roster for as much TV time as they get per week. Well, uh, they try to subsidize that with AEW Dark on I... YouTube because a lot of those people that aren't on the main TV are on Dark quite often. So yeah. if you follow the product like that hardcore you're seeing most of those guys every week. Okay. I don't follow. Like that. they're, either, they're usually, they're, they're, yeah, they're usually either on one or the other. other. Yeah. yeah. Usually they're on one or the other. Okay. I just find wrestling boring right now. That's the only thing I, like, I tuned in. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is terrible. And this is, I don't think well, it's the, boring. You need that fan. You need the music. You need the, uh, yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, I, the fans I, do I help. Kill, 
I mean, Kilowatt, he can he can actually, like, chime in here. Remember when EPW and FPW, we had a sound problem? But it got better because all the fans around him were singing the songs and doing the chants, and, like, it just had a different yeah. electricity. The, the, the ambience of, still a, need of, the a, music in. of a crowd is very necessary because the way the crowd reacts subconsciously tells the viewer how to how to feel and react same with yeah. uh, same with the commentary they kind of trick you into telling you how you should react and how you should feel it's like they're, they kind of like you don't even realize it when you're watching it but they kind of think you're too stupid to understand but that's part of the yeah. show or they're they're assuming you don't know anything. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. They're assuming you don't know anything, so they're there to guide you. They're like the narrators of the entire thing. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, but I think uh, that's where WWE was kind of falling apart with it because their commentary is not as strong as AEW. Correct. For sure. What What's the time you have right now, Alex? Are you at like an hour? Hour fourteen. Yeah, right about there, hour 12. Yeah, yeah. I think we had a lot of debate here, which is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Should we, uh, sure. should we, how are you doing there, uh, Maestro? Are you good? I mean, you, you want to keep oh, yeah. Are you good? It's up to you guys. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I'm, I look, I'm clearly not going anywhere, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all kind of I mean, stuck in our yeah. rooms. Yeah, we're all, we're all quarantined. <laughs> Yeah, we're all we're quarantined. Well, I'm not going anywhere. Hey, it's not like Except I have to do something fun. tomorrow, you know. Okay. Well, tomorrow I have to go to work, unfortunately. Uh, I my, wish I could stay home. My, my wife, wah, wah, wah my buttons are like, <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my wife's been like, she's like, oh, I want to go to work. I was like, I'll trade you. You can totally yeah. go and sit with uh with my guy, and I'll uh, I'll stay here and be dad. That'll be fantastic, mm. you know. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a struggle. You talked about earlier about how, you know, virtual classrooms, uh, I, it's funny because I didn't get a chance to chime in on that, but uh, I just got a voicemail on it that um, that's going to happen here. Um, they're going to do, they're, well, they're supposed to convene in a meeting on at the end of this month. And then if it goes further, then they're going to do the virtual uh Classrooms, basically. <laughs> I'm guessing a Google Hangout. That's what I'm thinking. Or, uh, <laughs> or, um, and or just do like, like the teacher, for instance, actually sent a letter to my son and said, "Hey, listen, can you write me back a story that of your, your sight words in it and stuff?" Like trying to keep him in. Like with my son, I've been actually giving him, like my wife's been giving him homework and sitting down doing, still doing homework. He's still in school. He's still doing chores. Nothing has changed. Yeah, now it kind of really transitions to like what the parents can do to aid the learning in that way. And you know what I'm like, this is a good chance to um, not that I'm telling you how to parent, you can do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, like, as as somebody who's on the other side of it, like, I don't have kids of my own, but like, this is a good chance to teach um, kids, things that they don't necessarily learn in school either. Like just being around the parents, like stuff around the house, you know what I mean? Like different things. Um, you know, like it's tax season, like, you know, if it's an older kid, show them how to do taxes or like, you know, do simple things with taxes. And, um, like just some of those other things that the kids will not learn in school. Like this is a perfect time 
for these kids to get the knowledge of things like a, like around the house, like whether it's repairing something in the house, whether it's, you know, you know, something, yeah. something along those lines, like this is a great time because they don't like the kids don't learn some of those things in school. Like once they graduate high school, they still might not know how to balance a checkbook or they might not know um, different things about mortgages or they might not know different things about just kind of being an adult, like, like different things we have to do on a daily basis or weekly basis as adults. So like, this is a chance to get them to experience those things and, or you can, what you do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, my son right now, he's been doing, um, uh, <laughs> Alex, he's been doing, um, Pokemon Go. So I think I mentioned that to you earlier, but, uh, he's been getting into Pokemon. He wants to go outside. I keep telling him like, no, you shouldn't be going outside. Um, but he's been how do I put it? Like, my thing is I'm afraid I'm afraid for him right now, especially right now. This is my probably my biggest anxiety. Like my son was doing two hour kindergarten. Okay. Basically he'd go in and he'd be home before lunch. All right. He wasn't doing so hot. He switched him over to full time kindergarten. He's only been doing it for a couple months, but he's been being a rock star at that. Now guess what? Now school is closed. So now mm-hmm. What happens? What happens next? Like my, my my thing is okay. So if they don't have school again, are we redoing this again next year, like a do over, or is he getting an automatic pass in first grade, or like how does that work? You know, like I'm really trying to wrap my brain around it about when it comes to the kids, and and the problem is, is nobody knows because no no one's ever been through this. You know, like I've never been through a pandemic or the national or the nation was shut down. Yeah. You know? No, I, I mean, nobody has or else we'd have the solution. You know what I mean? Like we wouldn't yeah, be quarantined right now. Like it would be totally different. Um, the only I'm thing I could say, go. the only thing I could say as like an educator is that, um, that they'll probably end up with your, with like the virtual learning or whatever they're going to be doing. That'll somehow factor into um, their I guess their mark, you know, however they get graded or whatever for the year or their quarter semester, whatever they use for, um, you know, your schooling system. And then that, that virtual learning will essentially cover the things that they had yet to cover so that they can move on neck when school starts the next year to the next grade. So for example, if your boy's in uh, kindergarten, as long as he does well with the rest of the virtual learning stuff, he should be moving on to, first grade and then i think when when the next school year picks up that's where they're going to kind of like rehash everything that they should have covered um i think it's going to be a lot of backtracking for a lot of the educators um like a refresh course yeah basically basically yeah they're going to take some time out to to do some refreshes um the good thing though is that there's no um and i don't think i don't think kindergartners do this anyway but they got rid of all the state testing and stuff so like when if we if kids were to go back um they don't have to do pssas or keystone exams or anything like that which is which is nice they only got rid of Um, that for this situation or is it done correct yeah no no no. it's just for this just for this situation because i think by the time but by the time school would possibly resume at the earliest point most um, schools would probably only be in for about three weeks, three to four weeks. So the testing window yeah. usually takes two, three weeks. 
So there's there would be really no point to it unless the kids were learning stuff during the time before they come back, which I know for these two weeks, they're not doing shit. And then after that, who knows? Yeah. I mean, there's been no, the only, the only thing I've had as far as communication when it comes to this is our school's been giving out free lunches to the kids. Yeah. Come up yeah. That's what I, do I, drive their thing and... I actually, I did that on Thursday. I was one of the people handing out lunches on Thursday. No, oh, really? not not in, not in obviously in in my district, but yeah. Are they doing a drive? Did you do a drive-through? Um, we so a drive-through thing. It it could be a drive-through. Um, it we just we were in. Hold like on, a, I get it. It's the savage. It's the savage family. They're having a nice little argument. Yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> oh, can you hear it? I thought I made no, my mic. Have you gotten doing a drive-through no, or just regular drop-off? Um, well, we did, um, like we had locations around the district and then families would drive, um, and the kids would come up and they could either come up to us or they could drive up to the van. So like, we were basically feet, like getting these bagged lunches out of (laughs) one of the school vans. Yeah, basically, (laughs) basically it was a, it was a lunch truck, essentially what it was. And like, they had crates of all the different kinds of of food so like there was a breakfast crate there was like a salad crate there was a milk crate and like you just pick all the things out and put them in a basket or not a basket you put them in a bag and you'd hand them out to the to the kids so like you know they they provided a breakfast and a lunch to each of the kids um so you know like i was i was picking out like cereal so you know asking like what kind of cereal they want you know what kind of milk and like you want a salad yeah. you want yogurt like that kind of stuff basically like picking it out of these crates and putting it in a, in a bag and then like you know the families would just come up and like there'd be kind of formed like this little like half circle line type thing because there were about five of us yeah. doing it so like we i basically was a server for the day i like took orders like i was like all right there's all right so i need two two chocolate milks i need two salads like that kind of stuff. And I like go back to the, go back to the van, pick it all out, hand it off. I had, you know, we had gloves. We didn't have masks, but we had gloves. And, you know, it was whoever, like the parent could come up, the kids could come up, or if they just drove the car up, you know, we could hand it off into the car, like whatever they were comfortable with. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how we did it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We opted not to do that here just because, I have plenty of food for my son, and there's people out there that really need it. And I'm like, go ahead. Well, we're, we're going to opt out of it. Go ahead and give it to somebody who really needs it. You know, during the time of need. Yeah. We just, I mean, yeah. we could on it, and but we're just, again, my wife didn't really want to go out that much. So, I mean, we've been really staying in the house. And what's funny is we already did stay in the house. Like I was telling, telling the, the wife there that I know. The highlight of my week is probably going up and doing this podcast or or maybe going to the store and getting gas or something. I'm like, God, I really don't go out much. You know, I don't I'm not I don't have the scene like you where you go away and so like, I I must never do that. Yeah. Yeah, that was my that was yeah. my going out for the week was handing out lunches and then I went to the store and then I came home. That was it. Like that's that's all I've been yeah. outside of my house since last Friday. I've just been playing Xbox. That's all I've been playing is Xbox and Playstation and hanging out in my Eagles room and that's about it. That's it. I haven't done anything else that than that. You know, I just I realized that today is the twenty first, is that correct? Yep. So I guess PPW didn't do that no audience taping. No. They didn't. They didn't. 
or at least I didn't hear about it. <laughs> yeah, clearly we, you didn't uh, did, hear about it. Did he tell you what, what, what they asked us to do? Well, no, no. Well, we're, I mean, we're on, we're on audio here. Yeah, we're on audio. But they wanted us to, they, they came to us and asked us if we would do the same thing that WWE just ordered now. And we're like, oh, yeah, the empty uh, arena thing. Yeah, I have something else planned. Or, and plus, I also don't want to travel. I don't want to travel. I'm sorry, because as far as this, I mean, the reality an hour is away. like, I mean, I, you know, I, you know, as much as I'd love to create content like that, uh, you know, and, and further whatever needs to be furthered even though these things could be put on halt. Like, I, I live with a 73-year-old woman, you know? The last thing I want to do yeah. is bring something that may never even affect me, but I could carry, into a home with her. Like, that's... Yeah. It's not okay. Like, I, live away, just, I live a block yeah. away. Well, I live a block away. I live... Like, even, yeah, like... I, mean, um, I don't live that far away from him. Yeah, but... You like, know? And, and, and I'm not sick. I could be right there right now, filming right now, but I choose not to because well, like, I don't want to You know, here's the thing. Like, maybe I am <laughs> yeah. going to throw some people under the bus here, but, you know, it, it was ver- a very casual conversation to, like, our, our, you know, our boy Johnny Moran. He has a mom who has, like, some bit of, uh, somewhat of a not-so-great immune system. And, yeah. like, the consideration of some people is lacking. It's like, well, you know, you know, yeah, maybe you're not going to do so much, but you should still show up. Like, what? Have some consideration for this dude and his family. Yeah. You know, you, not to you, mention your everybody else promotion or whatever you got going on, even your job is not more important than the health and safety of your family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always believed that with like, you know, whatever job you have, you know what I mean? Like, you know, family, family and friends are most important in this time and like keeping them safe and like keeping them healthy. Cause like, you know, like I've always thought of like, if I die, my job's not going to bury me. Correct. My family, yeah. my family will be the ones to do that. You know? So like, it's more yeah. important to be good to them and to look for their best interests yeah. than necessarily my work. I'll be honest. If, um, if I had worked for where penguin works right now, I would have probably like because there are no safety precautions in place for the employee. I would have probably quit about a week ago, had I not already quit it about a year ago. <laughs> you were ahead of the curve. Yeah, I, I, I saw this coming. Yeah, you totally. I did. mean, I, I, I'm okay with the isolation at work because. I have all my amenities there, so we're we're well, cool. Yeah, but, and my dude, you know, I mean, granted, I'm going through a thing right now with them. Like, we had a pretty rough week last week just because these guys are so used to going out and chilling and, and going out for walks and malls and, you know, just socializing out and about that just all that antisocial is just it was, you know, it came to a point where that we were having blowups and problems and we had to do a lot of psychotherapy we had there was a lot of things that we had to do just to calm these dudes down and say hey listen man especially my guy my guy's really up in age and i'm trying to say hey man you could die from this this could be a thing that could kill you dude that's why we have to like you know you need to relax you know watch some movies go to your room call some people take a nap dude take a nap that's the thing take a nap i've been taking a lot of naps 
Oh man, that's really great. Now, now you're caught up with the thing. I now you know how I feel. This is what I do. I take pictures. <laughs> I'm a professional athlete. <laughs> that's a fact. Not, not, like I don't even and you know you've brought this up I don't call you that much anymore uh, but to be fair I don't call anybody anymore um, but majority of the time that I would call the penguin he's probably waking up for a nap or getting ready for a nap <laughs> yep usually around 4 or 5 o'clock that's usually like the nap time but actually during this whole thing I've been and I've been back in the Eagles room I've been able to have be productive, you know, and that's another thing. It's probably boredom is one is one of my things when I get real tired. Like I, I like I have stuff in my Eagles room where I can go in and I can chill. I was just, we were just talking about um, man cave. I think all men should have a man cave or a place to get away, especially mm-hmm. when you're married. Oh yes, you and know? every yeah, woman man, should man have cave is essential. <laughs> I I feel it is. That's that's fact. That's fact. Everybody everybody should have. It. Place to go. I want a she shed. You want a she shed? I want a she shed, Cheryl. Actually, um, what's what's really cool about this pandemic? Uh, uh, my wife's been able to uh, clear cool? out a lot of what's stuff really cool? in the shed. <laughs> this pandemic's really so. Cool. <laughs> but what's really cool about this is <laughs> she's awesome. been able to do projects. So many people have died, but you yeah. know what's really cool about it? <laughs> I've cleaned out the garage. <laughs> Yo, hey, that's a step in the right direction for the studio. Yeah, true, true. You know, that's a step. In, that's what she's trying to do. We're gonna have to. She's trying to get that because studio of this statement. We're gonna have to put a plaque in the studio. That, like so many people died for my wife to clean out this garage so the studio could be made. <laughs> yeah, well, right. might not get fully cleaned oh, out till the next pandemic. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're... there. You go. There we go. The uh, mad mad cow too. Mad cow. <laughs> mad cow too. <laughs> the uh, moose strikes back. I think it's going to be a sexually transmitted disease. I think that's going to take down people with sexually transmitted disease. Could be the next one. Oh Jesus! Don't don't say that. That's just going to happen, dude. I'm telling you. Too many people are fucking. Good thing. Good thing my penis is residing inside of me at all times for the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if your penis is, I always wanted to ask you this. If your penis is residing inside you at all times, so you're clearly fucking yourself? No, I mean, that's not how that, that's not how that works. <laughs> but it goes in and out. No, no. Out well, I don't know what, yourself. I don't know what part of it comes out, your understanding, because it doesn't. <laughs> comes out I literally crazy, have to bro. take a shower and, like, stick a finger in there with soap, come back out. <laughs> Stick a finger in there with water. Make sure all the smeg is yeah, gone. Like, right? like it's basically like I have like an inter, like an innie, you know. It's, it's like a second belly button with balls. You know? So you need like you need like grill tongs to get in there when you. Uh, no, it's you know, just like business. It's like you take two fingers, like you're going to like you know finger a woman. You get it. You work it in, you know, into the base of the uh, foreskin. You spread it oh. apart, you hold it with one finger, and you circle the head with the other finger. And, uh, you know, I got to lose weight, is what I'm saying. Like, I really, I really got to lose some weight. Yeah, can we, <laughs> oh, can we make God. this a video? I want this to be a video. Like a cart, How to wash like your a, dick with a lot. Man, it is have, not have easy. An, 
we should have just that section. We should have an animator animate what you just described. Oh it is <laughs> terrible. You make the suspenseful music while he's washing, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very off-putting. I like uh, Rhonda thought it would be a good idea to put a full-body mirror in the bathroom, like a few, like maybe like six months ago. And I was like, I don't know if I like that. And I'll tell you, when I was fully undressed, I didn't like it because I didn't know the situation down there. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm just a fat dude, whatever. But no, it's just like, it's like a little, like a, it's like an asshole, but with like balls under it. And then like, I have so much ball skin that like, it just like comes down to like a little flapper, like distended labia at the bottom of my testicles. Oh, it is. I'm not even trying to make you guys laugh. Like, so, so you basically have two assholes. It's like I have two assholes, but one of those assholes has a little like penis on the inside of it. It's like the the second mouth in the Alien movies. You know, the alien opens his mouth and that little extra mouth comes out. That's my penis. A little mouth to eat you too. <laughs> Zoop. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, um, since you, since we're converting to your balls, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, since we're conversing about my balls, how did the surgery go? Yeah, yeah. How you doing, bro? Yeah. Um, I it, it healed pretty fast. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I my balls are feeling fine. Uh, That's good. The most embarrassing you, you, part was when the doctor felt the need to bring in his beautiful assistant. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll drain that abscess on the back of your sack for you. Um, let, let me, uh, and I, and I guarantee this is how it went. Cause he was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Let me just go get some equipment. And I guarantee when he left the room, it was like, Hey, you got to see this. Just come in and tell him you're going to assist me. Right. So then he comes back in and he's like, Hey, hope you don't mind, but, uh, brought an assistant. And I'm like, Oh no, who is it? And then I'm like, Oh, she's hot as hell. No, I guess I don't mind. Fuck me, right? So like, in one of your assholes. Yeah. Oh god. But no, I like I very specifically only showed them the back, which was it's still not appealing. It's very ugh. And I'll, I'll be honest, Rhonda filmed it. Um, uh, as much as I really don't want to see it, I need to see this video. I was thinking about like yeah, producing was... the video and putting a blur to it because God, God, I have not seen my body like on video from a side angle, and it's just like I'm a fucking like short giant. Like I didn't realize like <laughs> how much the fat has those, made me those like two words my thought. Each other, you know. That, no, right? they don't because it's like I'm like short but wide. Short. Like my thighs are thunderous. Yeah, you're a compact trailer. Like I didn't know. I I like okay. Here's the thing. I've always known that I was a fat dude. But my self-confidence and my self-image, I think, is one of the reasons why I'm so big is because my self-image, like, in my head, I don't see this. Like, maybe that's a mental disorder. I don't know. Like, I my, my self-image meets my self-confidence. Like, so I'm, like, a pretty good-looking dude in my mind. But then when I look in a mirror or I see a picture from a side profile, I'm like, oh, God. What the fuck? And this is why Rhonda wants to ruin your life. By putting a mirror in the shower. That was the word. That's when I realized I had no penis. Your mom hates you. <laughs> Everyone that knows me enough hates me. That's not true. Now, you still get noticed, though. <sighs> Fuck you. Yeah, Fuck just you. Fuck you both. Yeah. You, get noti- you get noticed everywhere. And not, not 
not because of uh, that was not a fat joke. I'm just saying you get noticed. I do. I do. Whenever we go somewhere, you I, get noticed. I have quite the social media presence that I, I was aware. I remember the first time. Okay, I got by the way. <laughs> what do you mean? To, to be honest, the maestro kind of noticed you. It was like, hey, I remember you. Didn't we like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Hey, what's up? I don't know how that worked. I don't. Right? Remember, I don't remember how we started talking again. Isn't that how that worked? I remember. I, I think you, oh, you. Well, oh, how you? How how we reconnected? Yeah, like I forget. Did yeah. I? Did I message you? Oh, or? you did. You totally did. Oh. You messaged me because, um, like we like so obviously we've been we were we went to the same high school. Yeah. Um, for those yeah. that don't know any backstory, story, um, we went to the same high school, and um. He, you were two years older than me so yeah. um when you were a senior i was a sophomore met each other during the theater stuff and so like at that point like facebook was just a thing so like i've been friends with you on facebook for you know that that long so, long. so like i so i knew you existed you know what i mean <laughs> and so like social through so, through social media um i started um about like this is almost like two years ago now. I started doing a lot more like traveling with wrestling stuff and like actually yeah. meeting like meeting meeting wrestlers, like going to a lot of conventions or going to a lot of shows to meet the wrestlers and go see that. Cause like before I wasn't really like allowed to do that, if that makes sense. Yeah. I Cause I was in kind of like a a weird situation. Um, so then, um, you know, so once I was like out of that situation, I was like, all right, cool. Like I can go do this stuff. So then I posted the pictures online and you had seen, you had seen these pictures and you were like, Hey man, I didn't realize you were into wrestling like that. And you were like, I actually am like kind of an owner of this one promotion. You should come check it out sometime. I was like, yeah, totally. I'd love to do that. And then I think I, I came the one time I, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll come check it out this, this one time I'm free. Like I can do it then. So then I, that's how we reconnected. Cause like I came over to, to see you and I saw the, it was to PPW. I came yeah. to PPW and I, I saw the show and I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like, you know, and then it, we, and then we just started, we just started talking again. And like, I came to more shows and, you know, did whatever, and that's that's how we started talking again, pretty yeah. much. I mean, for, and the rest you know, of the, well, I mean, you know, here's the thing. You know, what he's not mentioning is that basically he found out that I was a first class guy. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, this, that, and the other. Thing. No, but but in reality, you know, what what Penguin, what what he's forgetting to tell you about the uh, time in high school. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't go. I didn't go into like he didn't, full he detail, didn't go but, into yeah. deep detail about how I caught mono and he totally took my part in Macbeth. But you know, we're not going to talk about no. that. We're not going to. No, talk I, about no. Oh wow, know. dude, they're shaking. That sounds like now. To be, there, to be fair, to be fair, I did not fault. take. I did not take it. Rapper gave it away. It it was given to me. Yeah, that's cool though because I took that because... monologue and I totally did it in a Shakespeare competition anyway. So fuck you. Okay, well, that's cool. I had to to read it off a fucking paper because you weren't at the show. No, I was at the show. That's the problem. I came back the week of the show, and I'm like... but you weren't weren't at the rehearsals before. That's why. But I was fully ready to go. I was ready to go. You know, it's whatever. It's politics. Yeah, well, he... I, 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 I was totally okay with not doing that because i i remember i remember that conversation you're like dude i'm good because like i'm not off book anyway 
Yeah. Like I've, I literally had, I think two weeks to he's, you know, that's not the only time he's made me try to memorize shit in a short amount of time that oh, I dude, totally was not well, ready. For. My first experience was in, um, rumors when they, I was a stage manager and then there was an understudy, the understudy, which was Chris, um, I forget Chris something. Um, but he had like soccer, so he had to go play Chris, Chris Smith, Chris Smith. Yes. So he yeah. was the understudy that ca- got called into the role. And then because he couldn't do it because of soccer, I, as a stage manager had three days to memorize all the lines and do officer Welch. And I, I feel like I did fantastic, but that was my first ever yeah. exposure to actually acting or anything. I, I had no wants to do that. The only reason I joined theater is to get closer to Rupert's exchange student, Vicky. Oh, yeah. I remember Vicky. <laughs> yep, that is the only yeah. reason I joined okay. theater, but then, you know, fell in That's love fair. with That's fair. acting and directing, so. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember he gave that to me, I think, with two, like, two weeks before the show, I yeah. think, because it was, like, the week before the show, and then you came back, and I'm like, I came back well, if the he's week here. of the show, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I was like, well, if he's here, he's like, no, 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 you're still doing it. I was like, uh. Yeah, he was proving a point. Yeah, okay. Because like I wasn't showing like, up, but that's also yeah, when I was doing training for wrestling, and I would show up to rehearsals late and stuff from from training, and he was yeah. he wasn't happy about that either. Yeah, I don't think he was thrilled with that. Yeah, but I'd always yeah. bring people like I'd always bring like a case of uh, Pepsi's to make up for it because they were a major sponsor of our, our wrestling company. So every time mm-hmm. I came in late, I brought like a whole case of Pepsi for everyone. No, yeah. I didn't get Pepsi. Well, yeah, fuck you. <clears throat> Stole my part. I did not steal it. It was given to me. Yeah, that's what they all say. I tried to give it back too. I was I, like, I, no. You absolutely You absolutely did try to give it back and that was so cool. <laughs> I didn't want it. I was like, I don't I'm not ready. I literally was like, I'm not ready. You can't give me two weeks to memorize this long ass Shakespearean monologue when I had never done Shakespeare before. Yeah. That's why my only two experiences doing Shakespeare was that and then Romeo and Juliet. And you know what part I was? Uh, were you uh, were you tibbled? I was. You I know how many lines he has? No, I saw that. I came and saw yeah, you, that. That's how I know. He might have. Well, you know how many lines he had? How many? Four. Four. He had four lines. Before he, before he got murdered? Before he got killed. Yeah. He had four lines. <laughs> it was beautiful. That was beautiful. Wait, wait. If was I it more... a curse on both your houses? Was that? Or is that uh, Mercutio? I think that was... That's I think that was... Yeah, that was Mercutio. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was right after I killed him. And we, which actually, that was the bomb. That 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 um, we choreographed our own fight scene to that the sword fight. We choreographed that on our own. That was mm. cool as shit. Well, but anyway, I think learning from Macbeth and Jeff getting kicked in the balls by Mister Sassy. Oh, that was fantastic. Oh, my just that whole experience was great to just be a part of, like just to watch all of the just shit unfold. <laughs> well, I mean, and you know, um, I don't know if Penguin knows anything about the theater and uh, the curse of Macbeth, but uh, something tends to always go wrong. And I think it was the final performance. The fire alarm went off in the final act. Yep. And we all had to vacate the building. Yep. Brilliant. Yeah, that was crazy. So there's a little nostalgia and background on me and Andrew there for you, Penguin. Mm-hmm. Little little shade. What's that? Oh yeah, throwing a little, a little shade, shade at him. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's not all sunshine. It's definitely a little shit. But you know what? Yeah, I, uh, I I love Andrew. I think he's a great guy and a great friend. So first class guy, you know. <laughs> first class yeah. guy. First class guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, you you know, I haven't I'm thought about that in a while. Playing Super Mario All Stars. <laughs> oh, dope. There you go. I'm totally zoning out. I was like, uh, um, I didn't mean to open up a can of worms. Boogie Man, so. Oh, well, clearly he still harbors feelings for that. So that's why I let him get rid of it. No, I don't go. harbor you know feelings what? for it. I mean, listen, I think I've been so inspired by like, you know, beginning with the penguin, getting me to do podcast stuff, uh, even from, you know, PPW bringing me into their arms, Johnny Moran also believing me and my creative talents. And then now teaming up with you, Andrew, I think, a lot of it's inspired me to like really go forward with things that I wanted to do, but I've been holding off because of whatever reason, mental block I've been giving myself. But after this whole wrestling thing gets started for us, after all that gets kind of to a, Hey, we've got this under control type of thing. I would definitely like to get back into maybe trying to act a little bit. No, I mean, like, yeah. wrestling also does that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that can... may fulfill that for me. It, it very well yeah. might. Hey, the theater is right down the road from your house. Oh, I know. It's le- I could literally walk to it if I wanted to. Yeah. I, I mean, I get enough of it with my – I get enough of it with my job, so I don't necessarily need that part. True. True, true. But, um, yeah. I mean, it is nice that, like – because that was such a big part of my life too. Like I know, I know you you gotten into it pretty, for like a yeah, pretty, diff, different pretty, reason. Yeah. <laughs> like like you know chasing after the pretty girl. Yeah, yeah, the classic uh, scenario. For an exchange student, you know. Yeah. But I had gotten to it like it was so late. It was like eleventh grade. I didn't really participate into it. Like I didn't fully immerse myself until my senior year, and then and then it was all gone. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's and same with wrestling, you know. Like it was a very short period, and then I just gave it up because of like insecurities and and bullshit like that, and not really having that support system that was like, "Hey, this is your dream, fucking do it." But now I do, and so hmm. it's like, "Hey, this this is the time." We just peeled back an interesting layer of you because you were just talking about your self confidence in like your in your in your <laughs> yeah <laughs> well. There, there you go, Shrek. Um, no, it's very weird. You're right. There, there's that. There's my self image of myself is is really good, but then yeah, there's but then there's you lack secure, confidence in other areas. In my ability to, in other people's perception of my ability, I think is what it is. Like I think I'm more insecure about my intellectual and creative properties rather than my physical being, which I really mm-hmm. should reverse. I should be more concerned about my physical being, <laughs> especially when you don't have a penis anymore. You know, <laughs> that's all I could think of was your butthole, your butthole penis. <laughs> my butthole penis. Yeah, went from a butthole mouth to a butthole penis. Um, oh, you, you, got, you just got buttholes everywhere. Yeah, I really. Do. <laughs> you have a real butthole, butthole mouth, butthole penis. He does have a butthole mouth. I've said that for years. Jesus Christ, I, I hate you both. Um, and yet I love you both equally, um, equal, not equally as in the same, but like equally as much as I hate you, I like you. Uh, so, 
Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a, that's a very interesting observation because it's true. I, I I'm very insecure about the things that come out of my brain, but not as insecure as about my body, which is weird. Because when I see my body, I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, see, I'm total. I'm like total opposite in that regard. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, what you I mentioned. Find it, I just find it so weird. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's it, it is weird because I have like, I really do see that ability in you, and you're, yeah, I think you're you're really good at shit. But you're you're insecure. What you're saying about your body, rather than your intellectual shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say more so. I mean, I'm I'm pretty. I'm an insecure person just in general. But yeah. um, um, but I've also gone through some pretty insecure things that made me that way um but but um but yeah like you know i like not to like take this on a journey of me or anything but like you know before we like right before we reconnected you know i was almost like 300 pounds right you know what i mean and like the fact i'm down now especially with this quarantine i'm down now to 236 you know, oh, so it's taken me, wow. it's taken me, it's taken me almost two years to get to this point. And like, I've worked out more, I've eaten better, you know, but I've lost like, you know, over 50 pounds That's in awesome. during that time. And yet still, I feel, I feel like I'm 300 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I see myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And I, and I still see myself as like yeah. huge and fat. Like yeah. I look at myself and I, and I don't, I, I see a difference, but I don't see, as much of a difference as like what really is like if i look if i look at a picture of myself from a couple years ago and i look at a picture of myself now i'm like oh, okay i see it but if i just look at myself in the mirror i don't see i don't see the change i just see oh you're still a fat piece of shit yeah. you know what i mean no, like I totally get that. like it's just like, like you know so it, it like my point was just kind of weird how we perceive ourselves good or bad Right. Like in a like in a physical sense, and that we don't necessarily see what other people see, and that's always been something I've always wondered: is do you think everybody sees the same thing, or do you think everybody sees a different view? No, I mean that, yeah. that's that's very um, poignant. Uh, it really is because, uh, like, a different view of yourself. Yeah, like yeah. So like so like I so like I view you one way. Yeah. Right. So like you see yourself one way and you see this image of you. I see oh, yeah. a certain image. I see a certain image of you. Penguin sees a certain image of you. But do Penguin and I see the same thing right. or do we see two different things of the same person? Because clearly like, you know, self image aside, like your brain manipulates to whatever. Right. Your brain you, goes you see. to your brain allows you to see what's most familiar to you. It's why when you like look across a room really fast and you kind of see like an object in a dark room that looks like a human, but then you look back and mm-hmm. it's a fucking lamp. Like your brain mm-hmm. like immediately like interpretates, interpretates, interpret. You know what? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> interprets. <laughs> interprets. You got it. Um, you got it, buddy. <laughs> fuck you. But yeah, <laughs> it interprets. It inter- fuck. <laughs> It it interprets things in in the way that's most familiar to what it knows. So, yeah, we could be seeing different versions of the same person, um, but ultimately it would be more common than different. Well, I kind of went through the same thing just not even a month ago. I thought I was all cool, and I thought I was just like – 
I'm okay with people. And I thought maybe people just see me as just like this cool dude. And then all of a sudden I realized that I'm selfish. Other people see me as being very right. selfish. And that's where like your self image is different than the outward perception of other people, you know? And that's the same thing with me. Like I, in my brain, in my mind, when I think about me and when I actually like being fat, well, that, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that, like, that's weird. It's not that's, fucking weird. I actually love myself. But no, and, and that's know? good, but to, to like... It's okay. I mean, it's okay to love yourself, but you also want to be like... A you wanna, yeah, you want to be like that. I'm not, and I'm not... Energy. This is not me saying, but, like, what lose I'm, weight, fatty, but... What I'm saying is, like, when, yeah. I, when I go to sleep yeah. and I dream, in my dreams, I'm, like, decently... Like, I'm not, like, ripped or anything, but I'm, like, a healthy weight. But then, like... When I look at in the mirror, I'm like disgusting. I'm like, oh shit, no, I'm, re- I'm really not like that. So my self-image of myself is totally askew, and I've always lived with that. Like, I know that I don't look great. I mean, I look okay, but like, <laughs> okay, I'm fucking hideous. But <laughs> yeah, our, okay our, our self, myself. like, I have no problem with my, myself. In fact, I even told the doctor, I was like, yo, and he's like, you need to lose some weight. I'm like, no, I like me. Yeah. yeah, but like I would assume the weight loss advice is due to health and future health implications and not how he thinks you look. You know, that would be inappropriate. It would. Yeah, I mean, I'd be just, like, you should I lose weight, Mads. You'd have a better jaw. Like, yeah, that you might get laid weird. more yeah. if you like lost yeah. weight. I'm like, are you a doctor yeah. or are you a douche? Yeah, thanks, Dr. Ruth. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm okay with, with my self-image. I'm actually okay with my just everything in general. Like I like where I'm at, and my status of where I'm at in life. Yeah, no, like, I, I like that about me too. Like I, I like me. I, found I wish a way... I had a better job, but hey, it pays the fucking bills. Like yeah. I get, I get to have my weekends off. Like there's, I, I look at a lot of things through pros and cons, you know. And yeah. I'll tell you, in that effect, you know, my priorities have changed a lot. A lot of things that like before it was like, okay, I want to party. I want to be the cool guy. I want everybody to like me. And then I lost everything. I lost my job. I was fucking homeless. Then I got to this new mentality where I was like, okay, work, 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 work. This is me. This is life. This is like what I got to do. I got to work and I got to have things. But then when that became comfortable and work became chaotic, I think the most happiest version of me is me right now. When I focus on what makes me happy. And that's that's my that's my biggest priority. What makes me happy and who makes me happy? Who do I support and that also supports me? And like it's that's what put me in a situation where I am the best possible me other than the physical situation that I could possibly be right now. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. So in that, I mean, I'm totally here for both of you guys. I absolutely love you both. You know, you're both are very supportive to me and I would like to think that I am very supportive to both of you. Should you need it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down with the lot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down to clown, motherfucker. <laughs> and your many, and your many, and your many buttholes. 
<laughs> but you know, I'm a- speaking of down, you know, don't no fuck the buttholes. Don't fuck the buttholes. Um, that's Andrew Sarah. But uh, we are on a three-way call here on my phone, which is actually dying. So, seeing as we're down with things, there's one thing that we're not currently down with, and that's the sickness. Am I right? Yeah. The sickness that is COVID, which is how we started this episode out. Um, you weren't here for that. I played down with the sickness as our intro. Uh, I'm just up. waiting. I'm waiting for someone to request that, by the way. I think I mentioned I have not, it. I have not, you mentioned it, but it, it is not a, it wasn't a it's formal. not an official. Yeah, it was oh, not an official request. As much as I'd love to hear that on a piano, it's so counterculture right now isn't it? yeah i was gonna say i don't know if I, like there's some songs that i just don't know if can be done in a in a just like i don't know if there's like that song i don't know if if justice can be done to it on the piano it would well, be i mean maybe i mean because i'll send you this version of uh, an acoustic version of, of a challenge to the window to the walls to the sweat drips down my balls Oh, well, I sent I sent you the the one I didn't post online, but I sent you the candy shop. Oh, it was brilliant. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. See, like that you wouldn't think works, Since but you, I made it work. Oh, it was beautiful. What you should do, and you got you got to create like a Patreon for all the ones you can't post. Mm, that's fair. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. That's fair. I'm always trying I'll to figure out that. what we can do with the Wicked Charles Network and and a Patreon. Like, what can we do for this? Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. You know what you could you know what you could do? I don't know if you'd be up for this. But you know how like you do food review things? Yeah. You could eat like gross shit. Oh, please. And like have and have and have people request like ingredients well, like, to put in. Bull testicles? Yeah. yeah. Or like Pickle or like bull or like dicks. pickle bull dicks. Or like That's have like three ingredients like Ritz cracker, toothpaste, and like hot sauce. You can't eat and then toothpaste. you eat that. That's but then, like toxic. But then people no, you can't eat toothpaste. You eat it when you brush your teeth. Uh, you're not you supposed to, bro. No, you're also not supposed to stick a Q-tip in your ear, but some people do it. Yeah, but like toothpaste is legit just, toxic. I did it 20 minutes ago. Like, it's not it toxic, literally said, it, it literally poison. Well, I mean, if you eat a whole tube of it, I'm not saying oh, to yeah. eat a whole tube of toothpaste. I'm just saying, as somebody who's worked in a treatment facility, like a detention center, Toothpaste is used to create, oh, like jailhouse okay. acid. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, Just but saying. if you put it on a Ritz cracker with hot sauce, it's not going to kill. Listen, you. if Peggle will do it, I'll watch it. Like fucking, you know. Well, then that's your Patreon right there. You there have you to go. pay to watch it. There you yeah. Go. I'm not doing that. We'll call it. <laughs> we'll call it. I'm a disgust. Do a chop thing. That'd be kind of cool where you got different ingredients and then I could cook something. That'd be kind of cool. We'll call it what Penguin would do for a Klondike bar. <laughs> or what I'd do for a dollar. Yeah. What would I do for a dollar? Which is suck some dick. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, if you would for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> would you suck the dick for a dollar? <laughs> Y'all are weird. Not me. But no, like I'm, to- I'm totally into that concept. I wouldn't do it. But my thing is, like, I've always thought the best way to like put over 
these food review things is not that Penguin does a great job of it, of course. But like, if it were me personally, I've got to find some way to make that shit funny, whether it be the way I eat it or like the way I review it. Or if I'm just like, hey, I'm a fat fucking pig. You're going to be disgusted watching me eat. I'm disgusted watching fat people eat. So why don't I play (laughs) into that? And why don't I eat it like you would imagine a fat fuck eating it? So that's how I would do it. Like if I do it, I'm I'm a fat fuck feeding my face and you're going to fucking love it. Was it like how you felt when he ate the KFC donut sandwich? That was fucking oh, disgusting. God. With, with, that was disgusting. With the, See how I with, felt when I ate the KFC the, with donut with the, with, the, with the dripping glaze. Oh, God. I felt That's like gross. a whore. But, you know, yeah, yeah, if that was me, which it wouldn't be. But like if, if that was... If I felt that, like a whore. If that was me, I would have totally made like a really disgusting way of eating that. As if I hope they still have those disgusting. after this quarantine's done too. Because I've yet to have one of those donut it. chicken sandwiches. No, it's not what caused you it. You don't know that. You, don't you disparage the good name of Colonel Sanders like that? Um, okay, yeah, Sean right. Michaels disparaged the good name of Colonel Sanders. Norm McDonald disparaged the good name of Colonel. Like this whole, whole uh, Jason Alexander. Reba McIntyre disparaged. No, <laughs> she was pretty good. No. <laughs> Smoky Mountain Barbecue. I'm Reba. Wait, what? I'm Reba. You good in the neighborhood? When do you see When do you see Penguin Adventures? Once we're able to go back out, I, 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 that's gonna be cool. I have a really cool idea for like getting the background of certain restaurants or getting the background of like. I want to see an episode of Penguin Adventures where cool. you go on an adventure and get tased by a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's patreon why do you dude some 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 friend this dude is he wants harm to me because it's comedy i want to see i want to see you go get tased by a cop in your ball sack mm, patreon yeah i mean like if i'm getting patreon listen they're making a jackass four movie i'm down <laughs> like, I, like you want to tase me in the balls let's go like you know if i wasn't getting recognized before i'm getting recognized now Hey, you're the ball guy. Table. Yeah, I'm the ball guy. <laughs> you want to take a picture of my balls? Ball. Just bend yeah. over, take a shot from the back. Yeah, they don't actually want a picture of you. They just want a picture of your balls. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> Throw some That's ink okay. on there. Slap my like, slap it on a piece of paper. Boom, ballograph. Y'all want some rotten cotton? That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. So, um, wrapping, wrapping this up, I would like to do a little thing where, um, so we've discussed quite a bunch of things, but we've got about another week before we do another podcast here as uh, maybe a group, if Andrew would like to come back, this was fun. Um, yeah, I had a good time. This is cool. So what this coming week, are there any like movies or like, what are you going to do to occupy your time during quarantine in the next week? I'm watching Star Wars. I can tell you that right now. Star Wars, the the newest one, the Rise of the Skywalker. I mean, we we me and you already went and saw it together in movie theater, but yeah, I'm gonna we did. It. Yeah, I'm having you, memory issues. Me? Yeah. Um, yeah, we did. It was me and you. Okay. Oh yeah, and the kids. We was saw there. that. And we, yeah, 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 yeah. We saw yeah because Paul at the time was in the mood. He was watching. It was just when um, Disney Plus just came out. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you've got Star Wars. I've got Star Wars. I've got The Invisible Man. I'm going to give that a check out. I've got this I'm movie. watching that, too. I'm watching that, too. I've got the movie called The Hunt, which is, like, 
bunch of, I guess, rich people hunting humans on an island. Sounds pretty dope. Sounds like the damned with Stone Cold. Oh, uh, so Maestro, what do you got? Are you doing more, um, like, uh, requests or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have a, I still have a decent list of requests. So um, I'll be starting those up again. I'm, I'm probably gonna do those like Monday through Friday and give myself the weekend off. Kind of mm-hmm. act like it's a job for now. Right. So, um, but I'm gonna be, yeah, I'll be doing more requests. Um, so you can. If, if you guys like it, you can quest more songs. I'll keep going as long as this thing goes on. And who knows, maybe I'll do it. Like, I don't know. This is, this is kind of fun for me. So I might keep it going as like a weekly thing. Once everything like goes back to, you know, somewhat normalcy. Cool. And I still might do something like once a week, you know, Pop throw, quiz. throw something up there. Do you know who but, coined the term normalcy? No, who coined the term normalcy? Yeah. No, I have no idea. Okay, cool. Oh, so I can't remember exactly. So uh, whatever, whatever president was at the beginning of the Great Depression, uh, that president. Hoover. I think was it Hoover. I think it might have been. Yeah, I think he was the one that sent them into the depression because it was either Hoover and then it was FDR. I maybe it was FDR because it was definitely like I think it was either about the depression or the war, but it was about getting back to a state of normalcy. And it was the first time that word was ever said. Is all well, if it was, a, if it, if it was during the depression and here's, here's why I know it was Herbert Hoover is because in Annie, the musical, there's a song that they say, we like to thank you, Herbert Hoover in like a jesting way as yeah. like, they're basically saying, fuck you to Herbert Hoover yeah. for starting the depression thing. Brilliant. So it could have been Hoover or FDR. If FDR, if it was like tr- him trying to get out of the depression, yeah, which that's when he was pretty much president, I believe. I believe. This is a good little history so. lesson. Yeah, just a little bit. You still, I mean, it still doesn't really answer the question because I'm just going based off what I know, but I could be totally wrong. I just feel like like doing those remakes and stuff on the piano and shit. I think that's cool just because, um, like it gives your Instagram something besides just like high tension, high tension, you know, like you've been promoting high tension, hardcore, and then, you know, you're doing something different, which is cool. Yeah. No, I mean, that's like, because wrestling is one of my passions, but also music is one of my passions. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of with music and that's what I can, that's what I can do. I can do, I can right now I can do music stuff. So, and if it entertains you, people, like you guys, uh, uh-huh. it was Warren guys, Harding. Ah, so okay. I was totally wrong. Look at this guy. Yeah, you were, but I was, yeah, uh, I was also partly then. right. What part were you right on? I do like the food reviews, by the way. Was, was Warren Har- Har- Harding not a president? No, he, he, yeah, he was, but so, he was were you? so then I was part, that was right. the only part. That was the only part you were right about. It was a president. I'm smart. Shut so up. it was not. So it was. So it was not during the depression. Or okay, the war. so I got a thing wrong, but I was kind of right. Um, God damn it, <laughs> Alex! Why don't you just say this, dude? Andrew's always right. Well, he he is he is more he classically educated than, than I. You know, <laughs> I have more of a. I fifty fifty percent chance of being right about something that I said. I was gonna say I I do I do have a master's degree like Luchasaurus, so, you know. Okay, well, I I have a 
you know, fucking, I graduated high school barely, so fuck me. I was going to say, I got a GED, we're good. Yeah. yeah. I am, after this whole thing dies down, though, the, the po- positive for me is I am going to uh, go to Harrisburg Area Community College for a uh, certificate to uh, work in both, like, the poss- possibly work in centers for um, suicide awareness, um, drug rehabs, and other, like, mental health, like, uh, administration. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So That's heavy stuff. Look at that. Yeah. It's where I do my best work, though, like, working with, like, using my brain, which is only half right, apparently, half the time. Well, I mean, like you don't need to be... You don't need to be factually correct <laughs> to not, do that work. Have to have good guesses, yeah, you know? it's not like you're going to be on Jeopardy anytime soon. I would if love you were on to Jeopardy, be on Jeopardy, then you. Oh, see, that's Fuck you, that's dude. still one of my life goals. I would love to be on Jeopardy. Yeah, but you, have, you know, so like, you could Jeopardy. be on Jeopardy because you're a teacher. Like they literally vet the shit out of people. Like I could never be on Jeopardy because of my like life status, but. <clears throat> I, I would love to be on Jeopardy because fuck you, I am smart, but only about I'm not like you're trivial not smart. knowledge, you know. Yeah, see, I know a lot of useless shit. Yeah, so that's, do I. that's my thing. Listen, I know you, a lot of useless now, shit. We're gonna we're gonna create some content where you and I are gonna play like online Jeopardy, or we should just do Trivial Pursuit. Let's do can it. I host can it? we do a fucking? Can we do a game night? Can we do a game night? Yeah, we'll call we it can, the. We uh, can do. We could. We could do virtual oh. game night. Game night. No, like like after the after the quarantine, we could do. Is there like an online trivia pursuit? Let's fucking do it. I think I don't know. We'd have to. I would have to look into that. I know there's an app, but I don't know if you have to pay for it or not. Yeah. You know what we should play? We should play seeing it because oh, uh, Alex is up. like he. I would say he's the champion. You see that one? I that one I that one I know he would win because I know he's more, way more into the movie. Like I would hold my own, but I know he knows way more about movies than I do. Especially I like brought small Disney little stupid to his, details. To his birthday party. I brought Disney Tina to his birthday party. Oh yeah, me and like, Caleb trashed yeah, everybody. It wasn't even, oh, yeah. it wasn't even fair. Yeah, it wasn't even fair. Well, Caleb also worked at Disney, I mean, so I was also trashed when we were doing this too. So sure, yeah. sure. Now, if you play Song Pop against me, different story. I don't know what that is. Remember that game? Do you remember that? Did you ever play that on your phone? Right. No. On Facebook? Yeah. It was popular, like, way... Yeah, it was popular, like, several... It's still going on, but it's, like... It was popular many years ago. But it's basically, like, you get a certain amount of time to answer. Like, basically, it plays you a little clip of the song, and you have to pick what song it is or who the artist was. Like, that game, I rate yeah, that was a cool game. That was a cool game. Yeah. But yeah, Instagram, man. I mean, you're doing good there with that. I think that's really cool. Um, anything else you want to like plug for now? No, I mean just just that. Yeah. I mean, if you if anybody wants to hit me up with a request or just yeah. listen to some music or whatever, it's uh, Don't forget that. at the, at Maestro A Scott. That's where you can yeah. find it. I'm I'm on Instagram. I go. try to post it on Facebook and Twitter. So, um, yeah. you know, throw a request my way. I'll do my best to uh, get through them all. I've, like I said, I got quite a list. So uh, I've got I've got quite a bit to get through. It might take me longer than this week to get through everybody's, but yeah. I'm doing my best to get through it. Um, uh, I think uh, hopefully hopefully people are entertained by it and enjoying it. You know, I think when it comes to I'm entertained. Uh, I'm, I'm entertained by it. Trust me. 
I think when it comes to high tension wrestling, uh, I think we can say that maybe there'll be an announcement within the next two weeks about the future uh, of of the company and like what we're going to do. Uh, when yeah, it we're still we're still watching it close. Yeah, yeah, we're right. still watching how all this is going to unfold because there's still so much uncertainty with it that right. you know we're we're going back and forth with things yeah. and you know just trying to see what, what what's the best option what, for everybody involved. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we'll come so, out with a, some sort of statement soon. Um, also, but regarding that, like, is in the meantime, there are, is content to be consumed. Uh, I'm not going to say tomorrow, but the following Sunday, we will be releasing the next episode of Hands That Heal uh, with Dr. Frank Rumscavage. Oh. Nice. And oh, we're also shit. we're also oh, we're also cooking up ideas too, right? Yes. So there will be yeah. new ideas and new content coming to the High Tension Wrestling Podcast Network fairly soon. Mm-hmm. And I, every time I watch this stuff, I always just regret that I wasn't there. I really want to be there. I hope when we go back and uh, you guys have to let me know when you guys go back to the early door I'm in. I don't care. If I'm, it has to bar an emergency with my family to get me from Niagara. So. Right on. Yeah, it was a. But, you know, that was, that was, don't forget that was, the podcast, was, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah at the at the at the, the sweatshop. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely got to put that, that over at the still doing at the sweatshop shit. pod. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the one shop. The one shop that's still open, baby. Yeah. I didn't even get to ask you about the Elimination Chamber thing. Like, you were up front, dude. You were just right there. Yeah, we were, in the, we were, we're in the sixth row. COVID-19. Yeah. It was literally the, the weekend before all this shit went down. Because that was the weekend I went to New York to the big event. Yep. Like, I met The Undertaker and stuff. And Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it, was, was, a great, it was a great time. <laughs> you guys got in a fight. You almost got into a fight over the chairs at Oh, yeah. At, what? That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah. on the uh, on the podcast. You oh. clearly didn't listen to it. But. Yeah, see, he didn't listen to shit. Listen, and you know, you know what happens, okay? Every time we're on the phone, either of you, I every time I go to listen to it, <laughs> like like I, I like somebody comes in my house. All right. Oh wait. Uh, some... wait, 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 no, no, wait. no, don't, don't, don't do wait, the that's, that, that's not what happens when you're on the phone. You're like, oh, wait, 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 oh, my phone's about to die. My phone's about to die. I, I gotta go. I gotta get a phone call. Well, that too. That too. My phone is about so, to die. So. Thank <laughs> But uh, yeah, for me, so Pull I mean, shit in. You, please do follow the sweatshop at the sweatshop pod on, on all sorts of social medias. Uh, for myself. At Real Kilowatt on every social media platform, um, and yourself, the Penguin. You know, what, what, what are your credentials? The one and only Penguin on Instagram. Uh, you can catch me at uh, the Wicked Troll Network on Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget the Wicked Troll Productions like page, baby. Yeah, that too. Don't forget about that because that's actually getting that's starting to heat up now. Yeah. Starting to heat up now. We just gotta get that website. Uh, that's the one thing we need to do. But other than that, stuff's starting to heat up. Um, we're getting Merp. decent views actually on the network itself right now. The Wicked Throw Network on Facebook's getting decent views there. A lot of people are starting to tune in, and I'm um, getting a lot of feedback on certain things. Okay. And so, yeah, and we we are quarantined. I'm still doing like reviews from DoorDash, I guess, and. Um, 
I'm doing also uh, gaming. I just did the gaming tonight, so check that. That's not only only on YouTube. You can only see that on YouTube, and Wicked Throw Gaming on Twitch. Right on. That's it. So, are you, are you going to, like, lead us out with another uh, oh, we're gonna, song? You guys that, can't uh, hear it right now, but uh, Down With The Sickness is just starting to play our outro. So, if I can, and I will, tell you that I'm not down with the sickness, but I am down with the Maestro A. Scott. I'm down with the Penguin, the one and only. And if you're not down with me, I've got two words for you. Suck it. I've been the real kilowatt. This has been Penguin. What up, peeps? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us, and Andrew. That's what's up. And that is what's up. Yeah. Go ahead. And that's what's up. Say it. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-blam. Ba-blam. Thank you for turning in to another Wicked Turtle podcast exclusive. Follow us on all social platforms by searching Wicked Turtle Network.